Hey guys, Sonia here with a quick little disclaimer before the disclaimer. Um, we did record this episode last summer of 2021, so if anything we say kind of sounds funky, outdated, not so fresh, uh, that's why. Just a quick little heads up, enjoy the episode. Hey guys, it's Layla from Pop Shakes. Naturally, when talking about a show that's been on for quite a while, spoilers are bound to come up, especially since we have some Riverdale experts among our hosts and guests. That said, if you want to be surprised by what Riverdale has to offer and only focus on your personal progress with the show, maybe wait a little before listening to us. But if you want some great insight on how future episodes are built based on previous ones, then keep on listening. Along with this, Riverdale deals with topics that can be triggering, such as sexual assault, homophobia, and self-harm. So please keep that in mind when listening to our podcast, as we mention these topics when talking about the plot quite often. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the episode. Riverdale must do better. But what is Riverdale? The very soul of Riverdale. When the truth gets too ugly in Riverdale. I'm Ryan. I'm Sonia. And, and welcome, welcome to Pops Shakes, a Riverdale podcast where we talk about Riverdale, we deconstruct Riverdale, we watch episodes of Riverdale, and then we bring friends of ours on who are also cool people who do cool arts things or otherwise. And we Absolutely. get their opinions on Riverdale. We get them to summarize the episode. And then we give them a rating out of five on their summary, which I didn't tell the two guests we have on today about. And those two <laughs> guests are Max and Izzy. Whoa! Max is a uh, musician, sound guy, does go. other things. Also student. Very cool. <laughs> Izzy, dancer student, lots of other things, very cool person. We're very excited to have them both on today. Why don't you two take a moment to introduce yourselves? Do you want to go first? Yeah, you go first. Sure. Okay, I'll go. Uh, hello, I'm Izzy. Um, I dance and stuff, and I, um, should I say my, like, my, my Riverdale level? Is that what I should mm. do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we do like uh, we have a system for that. That's like the ribometer. So it's like the top is the like ribometer. knowing everything is like jughead level, and then like expert, intermediate, beginner. So like, where do you lie on a on our ribometer? Okay, I would probably say like intermediate. I've seen most of the show. I can't guarantee that I remember all of it, but. Fair. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Beginner to intermediate, I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, that's nice. pretty fair. That makes mm-hmm. sense, that makes sense. Okay, Max, how about you? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm Max, as I said before. Um, I do music stuff sometimes. I do a bunch of other stuff, too. That's not my only personality <laughs> trait. Um, I also watch Riverdale, and uh, I've, I've actually watched Riverdale uh, more times than I remember or am willing to admit. In normal conversations, I've, seen, I've probably seen the show like I've probably seen the show like twice. So like, I've, this is the place to look at. Like this I'm not, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't need to be <laughs> honest, right? I'm, I'm amongst, I'm amongst friends. Yeah, I, so I, I've seen yes. the show a couple times. So like, 
I'd say I have like a decent grasp on it. I, I don't know if I call myself like Jughead level. Like that's only that's only something that that only few people achieve in their lifetimes. But like, I, yes, Ryan, yeah. Ryan included. Yeah, right, yeah, Ryan, Ryan included. A master in in his fields, really. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would say I know a decent amount if the memories are triggered. Mm, so like you're, nice. you're an expert. Sure, I I, I take expert like not, level. Not... Yeah, I I I know enough. Sure. So why uh, why watch Riverdale? What what about Riverdale? I watched Riverdale twice. Why relive everything twice? You know, I I really I, I can't really answer that question. I re- I really don't know how to answer that question. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, for the drama. Yeah, it's the, like the drama, it's so drama. engulfing. You just you have to like keep watching. And and, and now now I'm like yeah. in it. You know, like after season one, I like it's like. There's an exit. Like, if Riverdale is a freeway, after season one, there's, like, an exit. And a lot of people take that exit, you know? But mm-hmm. some of us just keep going. And, you know, you can't really stop mm-hmm. after that. I haven't found the next exit. Actually, I guess it would just be before the, the time skip, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a solid exit. Or entrance for a lot of people, actually. Season five, a lot of people are just starting mm-hmm. it there. Yeah. Yep. Real? Yeah. Who do you know that started at season yeah. five? Wasn't it um I, Lane 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 and Lane's roommates? Oh yeah. oh yeah, them them. But also like just viewership went up so much, mm-hmm. where like people haven't been watching it, so these are just new people who are seeing it. Yeah, because they don't want to do week. the in between stuff because mm-hmm. the, the five year jump is essentially like a whole new show in terms of like the plot and the content and everything. So yeah. they just want to see what happened after the time the time jump. I talked to a couple people this weekend who did the same thing, where they watched like season one, didn't watch anything after, but then wanted to see what's happening with season five. Because all the promo had Archie in like a freaking like trench, like like oh yeah, like trench warfare. What? Yeah, yeah. Max and I were talking about it yesterday, where we were like, oh my god, Archie really went from like soft boy musician type to fucking army man like so military yeah. <laughs> yeah. you like forget all so the trauma and, like it was necessary man. for the show got to mm-hmm. do it are you guys excited for season five do you have any like, uh, thoughts any predictions ryan brought up that there's gonna be a like five episode one-off Thing before they yeah there's like a oh, like really? a five yeah, episode special yeah. i actually don't know if that's going to be like after season 5b uh, or before but i know that they're going to do a five episode special like the flash's show is doing the same thing so it's just like yeah, a cw I, I that show is still going that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. another, that's another show that i've i probably watched like five of those seasons like I've, I've watched a lot of that show for no reason how many seasons of Flash are there at this point? I think we're up to like seven or something like that. Oh I, my I think, god! I, th- I think Arrow uh, Arrow lasted until like end of they had eight seasons or something like that. Maybe wow! Like, they have long runs. It's, yeah, it's pretty impressive. CW just has a lot a of money. Except for Sabrina, apparently. Still waiting on that Community movie, man. When is that happening? I'm like it's Community happen. right now, and that's the only reason why I brought that up. Is that right now <laughs> my whole life and like. Uh, like uh, humor circle is just around community and like how I'm, I uh, started oh, season see. three today and mm-hmm. like, the writing for it's absolutely brilliant and the humor for it is just incredible and I don't know why it took me so long to watch it yes. yeah that's the only reason why I know that is because I was like reading about it and how everyone when it got canceled was like six seasons in a movie it's gonna happen though I believe it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it'll happen. So. It. they wouldn't put that mm-hmm. in if they didn't plan on doing it you know 
Right. Yeah. Okay. They're going to get some right. angry fans if they don't. Including, including me. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be at <laughs> yeah. the I'll be at the march with the sign. <laughs> yes, I've gone to a few protests in my life, but that would be one of them. I'd make sure of it. Uh, how about we move on to some of the facts and trivia for this episode, which Sonia has so generously got put together for us. Absolutely. I'm going to spit these facts on y'all real hard. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately so excited. I, like, I've, already, I've listened to so much <laughs> of your oh, show. Oh, I want to hear man. the keywords. The keywords yeah, the keywords. The, uh, I'll do the keywords at the end of the trivia. So there's actually like a lot of trivia um, just between, you know, Riverdale.fandom.com, Archieverse Wiki, and then IMDb. So um, in terms of this episode, it is called Chapter 13, The Sweet Hereafter. It came out on May 11th, 2017. It has a 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb, which is pretty solid. Like I think it's very similar to what we had last week. Um, obviously, this is the season one finale of Riverdale. It comes from a 1997 Canada drama film, the title. And also, it's a reference to a recurring afterlife in the Archie comics. And it also appears in the finale of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Wow. I can't, oh, Karen, I can't yeah. guarantee or deny that. I have not watched the finale of it, but I've been told. Um, there were potential plans of a genre switch to horror in the introduction of uh, Sabrina Spellman as the antagonist in the second season. Um, with the season one being her arrival, but they decided against it at the end, which I think is mm. pretty crazy. Um, Alice Cooper joined Jughead for the opening narration, which is the first time this has happened so far in the show. Um, KJ Apa broke his hand filming the scene where he's punching through the ice, so he has to. Oh, so he actually did break his hand. He did break his hand. So that I was, cast is I was like talking to a friend about that earlier. Dang, oh my god. Jeez. Wow, I didn't know that. That's mm -hmm. wild. Yeah, pretty much. You, was it actual ice? Like, was he actually punching through ice? I want to. Yeah, like that. you would. You would think that they would have something so. set up to make it look like that, but like keep their yeah. actors safe. Mm -hmm. You know. No. Yeah. No, uh, they have. You have to get the realism yeah. of the scene. That's like exactly. real, man. Yeah. She was in the ice. He has to get her out. What, you, you think you're gonna get that performance out of like? What, yeah. Like, like the actors on Riverdale are unionized, oh. right? Like they can't just make them that, break their hand absolutely. in a scene. Yeah, I. I it's also interesting to me because in film you have to do like multiple takes usually like at least like two or three mm -hmm. so if he broke his hand like how yeah like, like <laughs> doing punching over and over again or did they just do it the once and they're like are you okay he's like no and they're like, okay i guess we got it mm -hmm. can't do much about it now um what, you, th yeah. you think they did like yeah. multiple? Yeah, or, like, yeah. like he did it once and it like bruised aggressively and they were like you know what do it again yeah. Makeup. No. Can just we, one more can time. We... <laughs> you got the adrenaline exactly. going. It's fine. Yeah. You won't feel a thing. Just a little laughter and we'll yeah. deal with it. Or later. his hands already fucked up, and he's like, "No, that one wasn't good enough. Let me try again." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He just did it over and over again until his hand broke. Um, that could be. That's my theory. Is just they did it over and over again until, mm -hmm. uh, especially because it's like a pretty. It's not like a. It's like more that like a like handheld a... shot almost, from what I remember. Is that? That, that sounds like a. That sounds like a lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, like really the, seeing him and the blood. Yeah. There's a lot of blood. Yeah, like like they made like they they pushed him until he broke his hand. That sounds like a lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can't see Riverdale when we can't when we have KJ on the podcast. We'll ask him what happened. Exactly, that's. <laughs> the I can't believe he was in Montreal and he. We just yeah, we, we didn't see. Ryan told me. I know. I was very disappointed for you guys. He's in Montreal. Yeah. So, so again, is you remember my friend Jackson? 
Jackson bumps yeah. shoulders with KJ Apa on on uh, Mont Royal. That's yeah. wild. He doesn't even watch the show. Like that's nuts. What is with all these like celebrity sightings? Like Jared Piso. <laughs> yeah, I, I still think about oh Jared God. Piso. Man, I can't believe same neighborhood. The plateau mm-hmm. man. Um. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see him again. Who knows? Yeah. He he has a baby on the way. He could be very busy. He could be mm-hmm. in New Zealand right now. I would be in New Zealand AJ. right now if I could be. That guy's that guy's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyhow, continuing with my my fun facts. Um, Veronica possibly alludes to the slogan of the first season of Heroes when she says to Archie Andrews, who saved the cheerleader and saved the town. Which I also don't know what that show is. So, I don't know how relevant that would be. Uh, let me just quickly see if there's anything else. Oh, there's like a, a random goof, apparently. Mm-hmm. Is that Archie says he's going to go wash his hands, and it shows him washing both hands. Yeah. He's wearing a cast. He can't get it wet. Yeah. Crazy, Riverdale. What are you doing? Setting a bad example. In, in this episode? Yeah, like right before yeah. Fred gets shot. Very end. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's in the bathroom. Like, you're gonna go wash my hands. Comes back, fucking disaster. Yeah. yeah. Really, yeah, like, timing. full happens. Full 180. And now, now he's got like a damp cast, and he has to deal with all this. Like, <laughs> he has a damp and bloody cast. <laughs> yeah. He's got like worse than wet socks. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we got some plot keywords. First time in a very long time that I have had the opportunity to say plot keywords that IMDb has given us. We got Ice Cap. Ice Cap. Suicide. Mm-hmm. I guess Ice Cap as in like a Sweetwater River. Oh, like an actual Hortons, Ice like Cap. Attempted suicide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got reference to Agatha Christie. We got suicide attempt. Very different from attempted suicide. We got Ice. And blood on hand, which is different than bloody hand. Mm-hmm. Sounds like there's one distinctly notable scene in this episode. Yes. <laughs> a people lot of people are, like, what's are that focusing one on. Epi- what's that one scene in this one episode where there's a bloody hand and an ice cap? That's it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> That's it. Um, and yeah, those are the fun facts that I got for you guys for this season finale. The season one finale of this episode. Of this nice. Season, which is really bananas to think about. Um, I was telling Ryan before you guys joined our Zoom call that the feelings I had watching this, um, like uh, this is from 2017, so that's 18, 19, 20, 21. Four years later, like four years after watching this originally, my thoughts are completely different from when I first watched it. I don't know if you guys felt similarly maybe when watching this yeah i, I don't know i mean i i've been around the block a few times so <laughs> it's it's different with every watch you know it's yeah. like it's it's a different experience well plus this time was like um like not in context like i wasn't like watching the show like i just watched the episode to like like re-up for this podcast so like yeah. it was kind of like there were a lot of the small plots that like i was just like oh right like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that happened like that yeah. happened. I I was listening to a few of the podcast episodes to like get re-upped. Uh, <laughs> Very good. Yeah, as, you do, as you do, as you do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fair. It's it's 
kind of crazy, especially if you're like watching like a one-off episode. And this episode, there also wasn't a recap as to like what happened. Yeah, it was. Wasn't there, there what? There was a small. There was a small recap. Eh? Was there? Wasn't there? I don't think there was. There was one the episode before because I watched like mm-hmm. the the episode before that one, and then I was yeah. like, okay, nice. They, they, that was a, there was a recap there, mm-hmm. and so I was like, okay, I'm prepared for this one, but mm-hmm. I don't think there was a recap. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, because Jughead and Alice pretty was... much recapped the whole season. Yeah, yeah. they do a whole yeah. rundown. Yeah. Well, but but it was kind of like a like. Because this this episode functions as like like an aftermath kind of situation like yeah. like the the plot of this of the story has been like wrapped up right mm-hmm. so like she did like yeah. the oh like um like Cheryl's dad killed himself like that happened that was resolved and then like it launched like it wasn't like a bigger recap like yeah it's very the, the structure this season was very similar to BoJack Horseman which I reference a lot on here in the sense that they have like. The, the big season finale, the episode right before the final episode, and almost mm-hmm. acts as like a wrap up um, of the season uh, to not necessarily set up the future season because I think when they were doing it, they weren't expecting to get that far just purely based on like the show's concept. Um, but they would always do like the major events happening right before, and then almost like a, a de escalation mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what happened this episode before. Which I really much got from this vibe of this episode. Speaking of, now is the time in our show where you guys, our guests, give us a quick analysis summary of this week's episode. You can be quick. You have to be adequate. Quickness is mostly just uh, is uh, quickness. Quickness varies from from summary to summary. Like we've had eight minutes ones. We've had like forty second ones. Yes. So. there's a wasn't, lot. I mean, like we have a mm-hmm. lot to cover. What yes. wasn't wasn't Makai's <laughs> we'll wasn't Makai's like thirteen minutes? Makai's was wasn't that like yeah. a, that was, that was a, thirteen was a minutes. Yeah. But Man, I was I was listening to that. Like. <laughs> Man just goes on, which is well, I mean so I mean lovely. I mean he's like like he's right because it's so dense like mm-hmm. like it's so hard to like sum this stuff up like quick. Was, I was just like, damn, he's been like he still got mm-hmm. stuff like good on him, eh? Like. Yeah. He's dedicated. Yeah. He's dedicated. Yeah. So I will be timing you guys mostly oh, for. for feels like a just, book report. <laughs> I, the, the timing doesn't matter as much because more so the content is what matters because ideally right, the right. goal of the summary is to like refresh our minds, make sure we're all kind of on the same page in terms of what happened this episode. Um, but again, you can just be like three words and that's it. Like, okay, can't argue mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, the but timing. The timing of it is more like for our records, so that we can look back and be like, these guests did this, these guests did this kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, are you guys ready to go? Oh, uh, yeah, Maybe ready as I'll ever be, yeah. Yeah, What, okay. you think I am? I <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll see. Ryan, do you want to some... count us down? Sure. Three, two, two one, one, go! Oh. All right, I'll kick us off. Yeah, yeah, do it. <laughs> we had a pretty killer uh, pun right at the beginning, courtesy of Jughead's narration. Mm-hmm. Let's call it a cliffhanger because Clifford Blossom just hung himself. <laughs> oh, so we find out that, you know, he's not only um, responsible for the murder of his son, mm-hmm. but the entire Blossom maple syrup business 
is a front for drug trafficking across the border from Canada. From, from Montreal specifically. Representing- Montreal, mm-hmm. yeah. Real sus. And so, yeah, that's fucked up. Um, and then we find out that Mayor McCoy kind of wants to pin um, the whole thing on um, the serpents. Mm-hmm. Um, but FP won't give up any names. So he's kind of looking at a 20-year jail sentence. Gross. Who wants that? Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Yeah. Should, should I just, like, jump in with anything? Like, jump in whatever, dude. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. So, no, I'm, I'm just trying to leave you. I was, I was trying to, like, leave you enough, like, space to say what you want to say. <laughs> okay, so, like, if we're, like, hmm, all right. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's that's one of the I'm just trying to organize my thoughts. So if that's like one of the major plot points with like like FP and like the the pressure from like the the, the mayor's office doesn't want like all of the information about what's like actually happening to like come to the forefront. Like they're trying to like quell it a little bit and like like the themes of suppression are pretty prevalent in this episode like mm-hmm. like throughout the whole thing in that plot um so yeah so that's that's a prevalent plot then another plot that i'm i'm we'll get to the core four or five counting show like in a minute then we also have the andrew the andrews construction situation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with like uh veronica's dad coming back from prison like he's trying to buy out andrews construction and like that's like a, a question that's in the air for a lot of the episode like the the way Riverdale does a lot of this stuff, especially in this episode, where like they'll just like present issues at the beginning of the episode, mention them briefly to remind you they exist, and then at the end they'll be like, "Okay, that thing's not happening." But you really thought we were gonna do it, huh? <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, yeah, yeah. So that would be that would be like them. Do you, is you do want to take one of the core four, one of the one of the? I mean. Yeah. It's just like it's so, just like, notes jubi- on like the core four. I was just gonna start talking a bit about yeah, like yeah, whatever. the general like Jubilee situation. Oh, yeah. You know, we're like a seventy five yeah. year like anniversary of Riverdale's town and like mm-hmm. we got the Jubilee happening. So uh Archie and Betty are asked to, you know, Archie's asked to join the Pussycats for a musical performance and Betty Betty's like invited to speak. Um so she writes this like expose on the whole like serpent situation as well. This is kind of separate. So she, she writes this expose and um, Alice refuses to publish it. So Betty does it herself. She's like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it myself, publishes it in the blue and gold. Um, nothing that Alice can do about that. Um, let's see. Then we kind of come to um, Archie and Veronica who have had some stuff going on a little bit. It's kind of on the come up and they're like, okay, we got to tell Betty, you know, we know that her and Archie have a history and like, we want to make sure that she's okay with this. Loki is such an unnecessary part of this episode. We'll get into that. Like every, well, I mean, okay. I guess it's like, it's like kind of necessary, but like, yeah, like they would just kind of be like, Betty, like, are you like good with this? And they're both doing it. <laughs> Betty's like, yeah, like, yeah, dude, it's like fine. Like, yeah. I'm literally I'm dating someone else. Like, like what do you want me to say? <laughs> yeah, like, you want me to say no? <laughs> what kind of and then, like, her and like Veronica and Betty have this like conversation a little later where like Veronica's like, yeah, I just wanted to like 
you know, make sure we pass the Bechdel test. And blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, I swear on my copy of Forever by Judy Bloom. And you're like, all right. <laughs> all right yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure, sure the only other female one on one conversations was just Cheryl's mom being a bitch and then Cheryl crying. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's like, yeah. mom being like, yeah, it's better. She's horrible. To just She's so abusive. And, it's awful. Man, right out, like right out the gates. Melodramatic and yeah. That, I mean, that, that's a pretty that's a pretty good segue into the yeah so then like for cheryl i i like for cheryl we don't see like she's not really active in like any of the jubilee stuff so she's not like a main part of that like that that main plot she's but dealing like, with her some pretty serious yeah. shit right mm-hmm. now. yeah so like, like so they're just like asides yeah. like she's trying to open up to people and then they're just kind of like oh we have this other important thing to do like cheryl can't really vent and then that's just kind of like oh like that cuts that off um, yeah. which actually like watching it again that was like done pretty well because it, it's just kind of like like putting these pieces in like i don't know every 15 minutes or so to remind you mm-hmm. before shit goes like off the wall yeah yeah um okay what next i guess like archie's kind of conversing with the pussycats and like Josie about what they're going to play at the Jubilee and he's written the song about his friends. It's very, you know, right. heartfelt. But Josie's like, yeah, no, you can't, you can't. Play no. Yeah. That, that's another example of plot lines that are introduced at the beginning of the episode to generate drama that have no bearing on the actual episode and then just end up getting resolved with like no actual character interaction at the end of the episode. Like they just pull up on stage at the Jubilee and they're like, you know what? We're playing your song. And Archie was like, dude, amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty wild. Okay. I think we need to get into the Jughead situation. Oh, so true. Yeah. 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 So, you know, um, there's a social worker that shows up at the Andrews household. And I actually, I have a rhyme. I have a rhyme. Okay. Oh, dang. Because of a social worker and Fred's DUI, Jughead gets transferred to Southside High. Whoa. Amazing. Wow. That was awesome. <laughs> so that's, that sums that part up. I mean, like, that's just good writing. Fred isn't like legally allowed to take care of Jughead anymore. So he's, you know, um, he's going to be transferred to like a foster family on the Southside. He has to switch to Southside High because he'll be out of district. Um, and not like this you know, is where like, I belong. Yeah, the dark side. He's the dark side. <laughs> FP told us he might go to the dark side. This is true. Yeah. FP did say What else? Yeah. Yep. Well, um, hmm. Aw, oh. they say I love you. That's cute, dude. That's, that's one of my notes. That was one of my notes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jughead and there's in terms of like the relationships of it, it's like solidifying like. Betty and Jughead and like Archie and Veronica get like there's like a hint of like confusion in the middle but then they're like nah we're good so yeah, that's yeah. another like odd character interaction that's supposed to like generate Archie's drama. Archie's still acting kind of sus about it though. He's like, yeah he's been he's been a little sus but he, he says all the time. Oh no I just he's want really the soulmate thing. I promise I'm not still hung up on Betty I just like <laughs> yeah no, why, why are you looking at her like that? <laughs> she's my friend man like... yeah okay here's a big one mm. betty has a brother oh, yeah. oh my god yeah i can't believe i can't believe we made that <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's a big one like 
I guess we kind of find out that Alice, like in high school, Alice and Hal were like arguing at, at like a dance or something. It was was it homecoming or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. that we saw. And we find out that Alice was pregnant and she went to Sisters of Quiet Mercy and had a baby boy and put him up for adoption. So Betty really has this older brother who's like in his 20s now. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big setup for the next season mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like, like this this episode definitely wasn't just like uh like epilogue is that, is that the right like, mm-hmm. yeah so like yeah. It, it doesn't really feel like just epilogue like it's um it's also like a lot a lot of setup yeah. that isn't like super i mean it's like apparent but it doesn't take over the episode mm-hmm. you know like there's so many just like little bits of like like the south side serpent culture they're starting like they're kind of setting that up mm-hmm. yeah like uh we actually like I don't know. We we see like more like characters that we end up seeing like later in the next seasons. Like yeah. like Tallboy and stuff yeah. comes yeah. back later, gives him the jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so like we're kind of like seeing a bit more of that like up close. We're mo- we're moving out of Riverdale, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. I want to go back to the Cheryl plot line. Oh yeah. Cuz like throughout the episode, you know, you're kind of seeing hints of like something's really wrong, like Cheryl, before Jughead, you know, goes to the dark side, she comes up to him at school and, like, apologizes to him because last episode she, like, she kind of beat him. Like, she was like... Yep. Um, So she's like, I'm really sorry. I pummeled you like that. Um, I'm Here is my iconic spider brooch. Uh, You know, you can sell it if you want. It'll cost a lot of money. Like, it'll get you a lot of money. He he kept that, right? Yep. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, like, why is he broke in season five? It's a good question. That is a good question. <laughs> I forgot about this yeah, part. I, I mean, the they they probably did too. I think that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then so, uh, Max, correct me if I'm wrong, but like later on, um, Cheryl texts Veronica some really ominous shit. Like, yeah. I'm gonna. Jason now. Actually, I, th- I think I, I think I wrote it down. Yeah, I th- I think that was literally it. Yeah, I yeah. Think that's exactly what she said. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Fuck, okay, that's really alarming. Let's like go find her." Mm-hmm. And they find her at Sweetwater River, pounding her fists against the ice, trying like a, yeah, trying to kill herself, like trying to be with Jason. Um, and Archie is the only one that does anything yeah. in this situation. He, you know, no runs, cares. like, yeah, apparently not. They're all just standing around, like, <laughs> watching. Yeah, well, he, like, yeah. Th- this also after, like, Archie, Archie did, like, he did nothing this episode yeah, until, shit. like, Gerald, uh, Gerald, <laughs> Cheryl dropped through the ice. It's like the yeah. second Cheryl dropped, it was like, oh, wait, yeah, it's a character again. So, yeah. yeah, this man goes over, punches her out of the ice, Gives her CPR and carries her out mm-hmm. by himself. All with a broken hand. Yeah. All with oh a broken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, he just broke his hand. Can someone else <laughs> carry her back? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. Man, is your hand okay, dude? Like, are you all right? Mm-hmm. Um. And oh, yeah, then and we kind of. No, sorry. Oh, no, no, what were you saying? I was just gonna say no, that. No, you they, go. You go. You they, go. They brought. They brought um, Cheryl to Veronica's house. Yeah. Like, why? Why Veronica's place? It sounds kind of uncomfy. Like, there's just kind of mm-hmm. familial beef, like, everywhere. Isn't, like, Fred Andrews, yeah. like, ideal? 
Also, if, yeah, like, considering Archie was the one that like yeah. pulled her out, mm-hmm. and like Fred is like the most nurturing of like basically like, any yeah, the parents. least like mm-hmm. yeah abusive mm-hmm. and like yeah. politically hungry. Yeah, and then um we get to a pretty uh, exciting point. You know, we see Cheryl back at home at Thistle House, and uh, Penelope walks in, and Cheryl is holding the fucking like what is it called candelabra? What is yeah. it called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, perfect. Flames in front of the fireplace, and she's like, "This is the only way we'll be purified." <laughs> and she fucking like that lights that shit up. House in flames. Um, bye bye. <laughs> Cheryl, what is that? Gasoline. It's the only way we can start over. Be purified. Context. <laughs> yeah. Kind of badass. Got some notes on the. The what? Finale, the finale. Oh, oh yeah dude imagine dragons fuel dual sex scene yes are you serious <laughs> yes oh my god why i were watching this last night Bro. as soon as i heard the intro i was like oh my god dude man the 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 editor knew what he was doing he really did oh, yeah. that what oh fuck <laughs> The first is so many, eh? Uh huh. But also, like, weird. Like, we were talking, like, these are young teenagers. Yeah, man. And the implication of this, like, really, like, weirdly mature, like, sex, almost like hinting at sex scenes, is like kind of weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? and they make it like a staple of the show. Like the Riverdale sex yeah. scene is like a it's a meme because they just put this like cringe ass music over these like weird sex scenes. But like these. This yeah, is end of freshman gone. year, bro. Mm-hmm. Sorry, like grade nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like it's kind of weird, man. It's weird. Yeah, especially because the actors are also old. Like that's the only reason that they do shit like this is because the actors are old enough that they they're not gonna get fucking bored or get shit for it. Yeah. Maybe the Imagine Dragons really was like intentional. Like to <laughs> me, like it it cheapened it like so well. Yeah. Like, yeah. If absolutely. it were like some like weird like oh, steamy wow. shit, like that's that's mad uncomfortable. But Imagine <laughs> Dragons, like you think that was there's no way that was actually playing like in the play. Like they're like you don't want to play some music. Like, <laughs> Did Betty and like Veronica do like a shared Spotify session? And, like, oh my god, yeah. Like, hook up playlist. B&B's hook up playlist. That's so bad. I hope so. I hope that's what happens. It's, I hope it's, that's it's, all, it's all diegetic. Mm-hmm. I hope so. It's what I hope happened. Um, um, yeah, okay. And then, so Jughead and Betty get interrupted. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Sexy, whatever. Um, and there's like a knock on the door. Jughead goes to answer it, and surprise, it's the serpents. Mm. And they're like, "No, dude, we got your back. You know, we know your dad didn't give up any names, so we just want you to know, like, we're here for you. We got you." They hand him serpent's jacket. And they're like, "This is yours, dude." Mm-hmm. And he puts it on, and yeah. Betty's looking like, "Oh, yeah, what is going to happen right now?" Jughead, this what are you thing. wearing? <laughs> yeah, take it off. It's a jacket. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is y'all having to. Like, why is she asking these questions? Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I I would say that's all the major plot points. Like, dude, no, we're missing one big oh, fucking man. one right at the end. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's that's season that's season two. Don't even worry about it. 
basically season two. You want to wrap it up, Max? Oh, want, oh, I, the guy who forgot about it is going to wrap it up. All right. Okay. Sure, man. I've been. I've been <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm no, I'm, I'm just talking. Fucking um, yeah. Uh, Fred, Fred, the heart of the show gets gets shot at the end. The the, the biggest nod to season two, even though they they probably didn't quite know what they were doing at that point. But mm-hmm. like, like biggest biggest setup and cliffhanger for season two. No 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 pun intended that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Honestly, they yeah. could have kind of left it like even more of a cliffhanger because you know they cut like right when they yeah have the gunshot they cut yeah. to like an outside shot of pops so you're like ah uh, is it archie who got shot or is it fred i, I so forgot if they really wanted to like build up the tension even more they could have just left it but they Absolutely. do show us a, mm-hmm. a I, like, shot of, like, like archie like, and fred i was writing the notes and like when they cut to outside i was like oh like big setup for season two like we don't really know like i forgot that they just like cut back in like i that was yeah. an interesting decision i, I wonder think, why they I did yeah like they could have just cut out and just like i don't know done like a like a shot tracking backwards or something like i, I feel like yeah. that would have like been fine it's like the anyway. end of the show or like zooming that's... in to like the window and like right when it hits mm-hmm. the window it goes to the the title that would have been cool yeah, too that, that's what like so much of the drama in this show is like it's just like bait and then yeah. like yeah <laughs> it, it's 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 like the old bait and then do exactly what they said that they were going to do or the opposite yeah yeah absolutely well great what summary thanks so much yeah or, well here comes the grading so let's, let's see how yeah. we actually did you guys have a number down yeah um well you guys did around like 13 30 of like the summary which is pretty good oh, word? Mm-hmm. yeah and 13 minutes good. All right. Yeah. Not bad. Sure, Between like two people, it was pretty good. And mm-hmm. I'm sure it'd be like shorter. I tried stopping whenever like it wasn't necessarily yeah, a conversation I, regarding like, I the just summary. started talking about all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were on it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> but that was still pretty good. Like you guys really covered everything moderated. that happened. Um, Ryan, do you want to go first for the summary? Um, uh, writing? Yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll give you guys a, a four point two. Because oh, I think it was a really good summary. You covered every major plot point very well. Um, a little disjointed and like and a lot of um, you know like checking in with each other and stuff, which um, which took me out of it a bit personally. But uh, but then I gave the extra right. two points after the four because I loved the rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm going to give you guys a three point five. Because I agree with everything Ryan said, it was a little disjointed, but I can't blame you guys necessarily for that because it's over Zoom. Mm-hmm. So if you guys were in person, you could have coordinated or whatever. Um, I think the the approach you guys took, uh, like character versus plot, was also an interesting choice mm-hmm. in terms of like wrapping it up. Because um, it's also like something that we discuss every week, and like how are you gonna talk about this week's episode? So that was very good though. I enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. I feel ready to talk about this episode now me too let's do it so that's a that's a 65 and 84 what's what's the medium between those two don't make 70 something all right good i'll take that home i'll take that home that's good um so of course uh going into the discussion of this episode one of the things that really stood out to me was introducing alice as like a substitute narrator alongside Jughead at the beginning. He's writing his novel. She's writing her article. So, like, why do you think they made that choice? Like, what what does that mean 
for the finale of this episode? Hmm, that's a really good question. I think like Alice is kind of semi-featured in this episode, like a little bit, like you find out some history about like her and you know, the relationship between like, well, I mean the Blossom and the Cooper relationship, you kind of, I think that was like the episode before. Mm-hmm. Um, but you actually find out some more tea about that family and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I interpreted more of like an artistic choice from the writers or the directors to kind of break up the usual narrative of Jagat because he does start it off, right? Where, mm-hmm. okay, this is like the usual introduction, they're wrapping it up, but then it cuts to Alice and it's like, oh, like this is really kind of evolves outside of the circle that of like the kids doing all this, uh, this research, all this investigating and everything, but now it's like become an adult and inherently like the entire town's conversation mm-hmm. yeah involving them. yeah so that's kind of like my interpretation of that because it doesn't really happen when? again does it no yeah so I, I, if, if it would come like more of a regular thing like you know where um some shows have like a narrator and then they have like an episode once a season that has like a different characters narrating what happens mm-hmm. during uh, the episode it may be something like that and i'd be like oh it's good just kind of a different perspective but it's not often enough or consistent enough for me to like come to that conclusion. That's just what I thought happened. Yeah. But that was cool though. Very, mm-hmm. uh, that was a really good choice. One of the few good choices this episode, in my opinion, because a lot happened this episode that I didn't like, but we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Really? What? Yeah. What? Okay. So let's, let's talk about that. What are some things you didn't like? Oh, okay. Well, what we've been saying on this podcast is that Riverdale, especially this season, is about, like, class struggle. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was incredibly evident this episode, like, seeing the relationship between, like, Mayor McCoy, who is obviously, like, I'm assuming to be on the wealthier side of Riverdale and, like, just trying to suppress the voices that are trying to highlight the... Uh, like suppress the voices that are trying to highlight the issues that are happening within richer communities. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, so like, I, I don't think it was necessarily something the episode did. Cause I think the episode was meant to be frustrating. Like Bethy, uh, Betty's speech that she has at the end of the episode is just like highlighting all those feelings that I had. So I think in that sense, the episode did a great job doing that because you're meant to kind of be frustrated by these adults who are like, oh, like, Epi is, like, going to jail, and, like, we're going to pin it on the serpents, even though, you know, Clifford was bringing on all this drugs. Mm-hmm. And, like, we wouldn't assume that Clifford was bringing in all these drugs because he's rich and he doesn't need it. Um, and then, again, like, the whole, uh, yeah, like, FP, the serpents. Uh, there's something else that I'm forgetting. We see it in, like, Jughead's plotline, too. Exactly. Because he's been trying- Southside High and like mm-hmm. you see as soon as like the first shot you get of Southside High is like the incredible security yeah. measures that they take yeah with their students. not to mention like fluorescent lighting and just like looks like a horrible place to be yeah. you can see that there's that's supposed to be yeah. like mm-hmm. you know. exactly and yes yeah, so that episode this episode really did that for me which I thought was a great wrap-up because it's like it's not a, a stopping issue right um, like this is something that happens, especially when the Chiron comes in, and then also the firing of the serpents, because Hermione's like, oh, like they're gonna make us look bad, and it's like Fred is right, like they were the only ones that like actually 
stood by them when mm-hmm. all this shit was happening. So, like, just firing them for, like, a nicer crew is just, like, what are you doing? And it kind of speaks, again, to, like, the, the way that class is perceived through the eyes of, like, the adults, essentially, because the kids aren't really, like, showing that as much, that perspective, at least. Yeah. Um, Especially with, like, Hiram Lodge coming back in soon yeah. as well. Like, he is a huge presence and a huge contributor to that. Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it's sure. also that also ties back to, like, what you guys were talking about at the beginning of your summary with Mayor McCoy, like, kind of demonizing and, like, placing all the blame of everything that went on in the first season, like, to the serpents. And then exactly. Jughead having that connection to the serpents. And, like, even mm-hmm. Hermione, like, willingly allowing that narrative to take place and firing the serpents working with construction um, to like serve that narrative so that they aren't perceived as um, a part of that lower class, a part of like the, the scapegoating that's happening with Mm -hmm. crime in Riverdale. Um, And then there's like all that, all the talk of like crime rates rising as though they're, they're just, they're just trying to make people afraid so that they can increase, you know, the presence of other things. yeah, they're they're pushing the divide between like like you you want to uh, like separate that class you you want like especially because they're trying to buy Andrew's construction mm-hmm. like like uh, yeah the the lodges are trying to buy Andrew's construction like if they have that and they also have dealings with like you know like the serpents like that's that's not a good look for the company so she's like mm-hmm. like prepping yeah as like absolutely just prepping for uh, for Hiram to come back mm-hmm. yeah and then that also connecting to like Jughead. He's Jughead is kind of witnessing this narrative take place, and Betty too, and she writes about that in her article and talks about it in the speech. Um, but that's so much of what contributes to him feeling like he doesn't deserve to be at Riverdale High, like he doesn't belong with these like upper class people, like he maybe fits in more at Southside, and uh, yeah. and that was something that I thought was said. Uh, where I belong. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, Betty, everyone... Like, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Izzy. No, you, no, go ahead. I was going to say, like, um, Betty and Archie and Veronica all, like, rushed to Southside because I think part of that is, like, oh, like, we don't want um, Jackhead to think that, like, we've abandoned him. But also, you know, um, like, when you're growing up, like, maybe this is just something, like, as I live, like, outside of Toronto in, like, a pretty, well, like, upper-class neighborhood, but, like, a well-off neighborhood. Like, mm-hmm. it's definitely not anything, like, to be worried about. And... Um, Jane Finch in Toronto was always like talked about as being like this like really bad neighborhood never go there and the whole thing that's obviously just not true and that like stigma around it I think is kind of what uh like, the Archie and Veronica and Betty are applying to the south side because they're like oh not only is like Jughead feeling he doesn't belong but he's not going to this bad place and I think like the shock that they have when they see like Jughead's having fun and like they're fine is like I'd be like, oh, okay, maybe this isn't as bad as we originally thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it really gets to Archie though. Oh like, no, second season, oh. he like, he he's like aggressive. He's got like the bulldog like energy, right? Yeah, like, like vigilante. Yeah, he starts doesn't, the. Doesn't he do like the red hood? The red circle. Red circle. Red circle. Yeah. Yeah, like 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 I I see what you mean, but like I feel like they're all still pretty like. I don't know. They want to keep their hands clean. Like, mm-hmm. They're yeah. they're afraid of the south side, and they're like, "Oh, serpents, yeah. gangs, gangs, yeah. bad." Like even even yeah. later on, we'll see how they all how Betty responds to Jughead putting on the jacket in this episode. Yeah, yeah. But then everybody else seeing him in the jacket later, um, of course, leading up to the to the brilliant um, uh, Mad World, the, the Mad band? World 
dance Madness. and all that. Oh, but we'll yeah, get the, there. Yeah, we'll right. get there. We brought this up in the call. I didn't know yeah, what to call yeah, it. Yeah, we brought this up the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something else I thought was weird, I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Um, but the whole scene with uh, the social worker coming in, mm-hmm. what did you guys think about Fred being like, I have a DUI? Because I thought it was so unnecessary. Like, maybe this is, like, a perspective I don't necessarily have because I, I haven't seen really past, like, season three. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, like, alcoholism or being, like, an alcoholic is nothing that, like, Fred really talks about. Like, he literally has a liquor cabinet. So what's the point in bringing I'm, in a DUI I mean, when it's already been established he doesn't have a good financial situation? Man, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's saying he's an alcoholic. No, I, but, like, a DUI... I think yeah. it was probably I just like a one time, like maybe it was, maybe it was yeah. when Mary was leaving to Chicago and he like, wasn't having yeah. a good yeah, day, yeah. you know, it, it could be literally anything. Like, like if you, if you blow a number, yeah. like mm-hmm. a certain number, like you, you're going to get DUI yeah. regardless. But like my so question like, is why bring that up? If it's already been established. I think they, they just yeah. wanted Jughead to be more connected to the South side. Yeah, they they needed a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, link. Mm-hmm. And so that was like, just like a, a way to do it yeah. because they're like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. You know, he's been living with Archie and Fred. Mm-hmm. How do we, like, get him out of here? Um, yeah, fair. And, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I yeah, just I, thought it was really weird. I, I I think it's, like, a, it's it feels a little out of character, honestly. But, like, honestly, like, the the, the scale of, like, the, the, like, obviously, I don't condone drinking while driving. I'm just saying that, like, it's not, mm-hmm. like, the biggest of deals. But, like, it's enough to, like... They're probably we, we need to preserve the character of Fred Andrews, but we mm-hmm. need to give him a reason as as to why this home is not perfectly safe. So here's yeah. just like something that's gonna like fuck up his record. Yeah. Yeah. So like 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 push Jughead out. Like we just gotta like force force plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You also have that scene like before where Fred and Archie are arguing about having Jughead there in the first place. Yeah. yeah. And how Fred is concerned that like Archie's gonna you know, be influenced by Jughead's behavior or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, you already have the setup, like, right, bring a DUI into it, you know? Like, Fred's already been like, I can't yeah. do this. Yeah, that's true. And that's then true. there's already the financial situation, which he's brought up before. It's just, like, yeah. my thing was just, like, I don't know why they're bringing it up if it's not necessary. Yeah. Like, I, just, I feel like this scene would have been equally as effective and the reasoning would have been just as good if they were just, like, we don't have the money for it. Yeah. yeah yeah that that is that is reasonable but maybe it's kind of like for like a uh like beyond a doubt type thing because mm-hmm. like yeah. if it was a money thing then then that turns into a question of let's get the money yeah mm-hmm. right find That's a way true. to sustainably have the money so then like this is like without question like the law is telling me like when when the red tape is involved like it's very easy plot wise to just say like you can't do anything about mm-hmm. it. yeah but oh. like i i agree it's it's out of pocket i, I yeah. feel like it's unnecessary for fred Part of me thinks that maybe money from the uh, the lodge payout for Andrew's construction. Oh right. wow, that would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I also was thinking maybe it was like a setup for season two because mm-hmm. there were a lot of setups, right, for like what was happening, like with the whole Fred getting shot. It's almost as if they were setting up the Hiram shot him because he didn't want to, he didn't want to sell it out. But mm-hmm. obviously, that's not what happens, and we find that out next season. Um, well, I mean, they totally teased that how like Hiram was the red, like. Didn't didn't Archie think that that Hiram was the Black Hood for a minute? Oh yeah, yeah he's a suspect. But then yeah, he's 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 sus for mm-hmm. a minute. Like, but I. But doesn't the Fred, doesn't the Black oh, yeah. Hood like, get somebody else? Yeah. Like, doesn't he kill like Midge? Yeah. As well, right? Yeah. I think like Black Hood yeah. kills yeah. Midge in the Carrie episode. Mm-hmm. 
seasonal. Yeah. Yeah, so, at the end of the carryout. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but again, that's like, so. that's way later. So uh-huh. when they're doing that now, it's kind of like, because again, that's the same thing that happened with um, the construction company getting like fucked up after. Oh, yeah. Um, the, yeah, this Hir- Hiram sent his goons to beat up Moose. Yeah, and yeah. they thought it was Clifford and ended mm-hmm. up being Hiram. And now a similar situation is where like Fred isn't listening to, you know, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was like the first thought, like reflecting on it. I was like, oh, because you don't know what's happening. And obviously I know that like it's not mm-hmm. Clifford. It's not. Um, well, Hiram, who sent anyone to do it. Something I'm curious about with this episode is, like, was the person who shot Fred the Black Hood? Because he goes in, and he's like, where's the safe? Where's the safe? Where's the safe? He's holding a gun to Pops' head. Like, mm-hmm. the Black Hood is motivated by, um, like, eliminating the sinners in Riverdale. So it doesn't seem mm-hmm. as though that was necessarily, like... I can't like, remember how that... Turned out. I don't think that was the direction. Like Fred Andrews is, he's he's the heart of the show, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How how is he a center character? I, I well, think yeah. That, that, that totally so, yeah. So like, too. did did that? Get, I feel like that did get the DUI. Up. I know. I think the Fred's Fred's I'm sin was his affair with Hermione. I remember That's what that. I was thinking. But. Mm-hmm. This like so it is the black hood that that shot really, him. Like, I don't I don't know if the writers knew. That that was the no, Black Hood at that point. No, no. But like, that's what I'm Fred, saying. Fred, Fred, like, Fred did yeah. not have an affair with Hermione. Hermione had an affair with Fred. Oh yeah, but he yeah, but he's but still, still he's still Fred like is, technicalities. Yeah. No, that, that's, no, but that's what I'm like like I'm but I'm making the point because like that's not like some kind of ethical violation for Fred. Mm-hmm. Like, he's fine. Yeah. She's making the decision herself to do mm-hmm. this. Like it's not like oh you're like you're disrespecting like. Like um, I don't know, like your 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 girlfriend's man or whatever. Like, but like how many narratives are <laughs> yeah. there out there, like movies, books, and otherwise, where there's a cheating thing, and whoever's being cheated on goes for the mistress. No, I mean, like, the, like totally, totally true, yeah, but it's yeah. it's like it's like a cringe trope. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It sucks, but that's. But again, I would agree with Ryan. But like, how far ahead did they think? Like, did they actually were they setting it up to be Hiram? Yeah. Or were they, they setting they it up to no be somebody idea. else? It really feels like they had no idea who the Black Hood was going to be. Absolutely. Which is frustrating because, yeah, like, looking back and watching things now, like, it makes sense. It makes total sense for it to have been Hal the whole time. And there are certain moments where you feel like they may have been planting things. And then you get moments like this where he's like, where's the safe? Where's the safe? And uh, mm-hmm. and it just seems like a robbery. Yeah. And that doesn't line up at all. Yeah. Not only that, I, I was thinking about that when I was watching it. And I'm like, this person, the actor that they got to mm. play, you know, the perpetrator, he does not look anything like Hal. Like, you can just tell by the body type. You know, he's like a muscular dude. And you're like, how's a dad? He's got a dad yeah. body. Yeah, like, that's sure. definitely yeah. not there, there, there are... They knew that it was supposed to be Hal. They probably would have, like, gotten an actor or the actor. Who mm. knows? Yeah. Someone who looked more similar. Yeah, to like, absolutely. But, but also, like, like, if they made it Hal, like, we would know. Like, you yeah. see his eyes. Yeah. Like, we'd be like... That's how. Yeah. yeah. Well, isn't there a shot them. next season? I could be imagining this where, like, Archie like, remembers the memory. And he yeah, he, well, he remembers. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There, there's a close up on the eyes, absolutely. Yeah. So, but I felt like that, I thought that was like a misleading point where um, 
Archie was like, I remember he has green eyes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, like, 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 like what yeah. we're being shown is like the abstracted version of like, like Archie's memory itself. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you want to yeah. like impose some kind of like excuse for, for not knowing what to do with a character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think because they were trying to, again, like I, I, I don't know whether or not, I definitely don't think it was intentional. I think they were like, we know that this person, whether it's through Hiram and they, he like hired somebody to try and rob uh pops and then like kill or try to kill fred or if it's actually going to be somebody else they're like we don't know whether or not it's going to be but this is definitely like what we want next season to start with yes the recovery of fred because like max was saying like fred is the heart of the show like he really acts as like a moral compass Mm -hmm. uh of archie especially who is also like very moral with the choices that he makes so or he's like supposed to be that kind of character. Yeah. He's supposed like, to be. Like, he, like he regardless of what he's doing, it's like like he's like he's like like he's a virtue. He's a virtuous kind of character. Yeah. That's like the idea mm-hmm. anyway. Like, yeah, for sure. So that's uh, why I think like maybe they were doing, which kind of sucks, because I really like the little like hints that we get as to what's gonna happen. Like reflect. Like now we have a uh, chip with the baby. Yeah. Right like, now like, we a, know a whole it's other... a setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, it's it's like a whole episode of good setups. Yeah. Yeah. The the craziest setup in this episode, like for me, that kind of blew my mm-hmm. mind, I realized for the first time, was when uh in Alice's bit of the summary at the beginning, she goes, um, oh the Cliffords were like get, getting oh the the the, the blossoms were getting like mm-hmm. heroin from Montreal, uh, giving to mm-hmm. Riverdale. And I mean we've hinted at like like Hiram, we know Hiram has business in Montreal, but the Cliffords the Blossoms business in Montreal as well. The Cliffords. Um, obviously, that's going to tie back to, like, Papa Poutine and Small Fry showing up next season, which is going to be that. awesome. I don't even remember who those people are, but Papa Poutine and Small Fry sounds like people I want to be friends oh, with. Oh, yeah. Maybe not. I'm sorry. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're arriving, my man. Um, yeah. well, while we're talking about uh, the, Fred, the the Andrews of it all, how about we uh, throw back to some Archie. Archie and Veronica getting more serious, you know, starting to commit to each other. Um, you guys were talking about Archie being a little sussy, looking wistfully at Betty. What's uh, What's going on there? I mean, like, we kind of know, like, Archie and Betty... I've been endgame. Big go way back. You know, Betty and Jughead, that was sweet, whatever. But like now, I mean, now that I'm kind of, I'm watching like the newer episodes and stuff, I'm like, okay, we can see this happening. Like this is actually coming to fruition, Mm -hmm. what they've been saying in the beginning. Um, So I think that was just kind of like another way of hinting that like, there's always going to be something between Betty and Archie. Mm -hmm. And, like, Veronica sees it, you know, not just that they've been friends since they were, like, little, like, forever, but just, like, a little extra something, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just kind of gets, like, swept under the rug for, you know, the length of, like, Veronica and Archie's relationship. But, like, at the beginning, you just see there's just a little something there. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I, I thought that Betty's reaction was very interesting because a couple episodes ago it was Jughead's birthday mm-hmm. and one of the things he says in his big monologue oh the I'm a weirdo, weirdo thing, yeah yeah 
But one of the things he says is that, like, are you only dating me until you get back with Archie? And then the thing that Betty says when Archie's like, oh, like, I always thought we'd get up together. And she's like, no, like, I'm with Jughead. So I thought that she not only needed to have that interaction with Archie to be like, this is over between us. Whatever was, like, going to happen isn't happening anytime soon for whatever reason because I'm with Jughead now. So I remember that was the first thing that popped in my head that when that scene was happening is just the importance of her establishing not just with Jughead, but with Archie being like, this is the person I'm committed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was my thoughts. I also hate the whole soulmates thing that they brought up. Where they're oh, like, yeah. soulmates. Yeah. I did it in high school. You don't know who your soulmate's going to be then. They, 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 they do that a lot. It's uh-huh. awful. You're 15. <laughs> I don't I, I don't even know what my college major was going to be in high school. <laughs> no alone the person I was going to meant to be with. What are, you, what are you talking about, dude? We're ride or die. Yeah. Endgame, man. We're endgame. We're endgame, Archie. Ugh. Gross. Hated it. And they brought, it was brought up so many times, too. And then also, Archie, Veronica, like, at the scene where they're about to perform, and Veronica comes up to him and is like, Oh, like we're we're soulmates. Like I'm gonna cry on your shoulder, and mm-hmm. Archie's just like, yeah, like no yeah. reaction whatsoever, no back and forth, no real confirmation. Just being like, I guess, I guess I'm your soulmate. I guess you can cry to me now. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Chad, so Archie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's had a lot going on, like romantically, in the first season. Oh yeah. Yeah, big you time. Know, he like, goes he goes from Grundy to Val to Veronica really quickly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking sure. of Val, Val is on stage performing that song with all of them. Hasn't spoken to Archie since the breakup. Performing with Veronica as a member of the Pussycats now. How how is Val supposed to feel about all this? She looked so bored. Yeah. Like she did not look like yeah. she was having a good time, and then She's and then with like the the, the moment the song ended, she was off the stage. Like she didn't take a second to to smile with her fellow players or anything like mm. that. Yeah, I don't blame mm-hmm. her. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly. yeah. I, I I also didn't understand this scene at all because so it was supposed to be the Pussycats, right? Which like Veronica is not really part of the Pussycats anymore. She was just filling in when Valerie was like, I'm done with this. I'm going to go help Archie and like be my thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not really like in the Pussycats. Cause she's performing with them. And then also, why was she there? Yeah. It's like, why is she there? Mm-hmm. And then also why is only, um, Oh, what's her face? Josie. Um, Josie. Why is she the only one singing? That's true. Yeah. Oh my God. I had the same thought. As soon as the song started, I was like, they're just standing there. Exactly. Like, they're just standing there. What, what like, are the what are the nodding, like standing beside the microphone, just not doing anything. I'm like, it's only Josie. Why are they even there? That, and then like Veronica's just like standing there doing nothing. She's just like on stage for Archie to look at. But he also looks at Betty off stage. Mm-hmm. It was just like made no sense. Like it, it was automatically like when I watched, I was like, obviously Archie's going to perform his song. Like, they established it, like, the first, like, ten minutes of the episode when they figure it out, and she says, no, we're doing this song instead. Obviously, it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But, like, they could have been done something else. Yeah, there was, like, there was no development in that plot. Like, it just said, no, you can't. And then we get to the yeah. stage, and it's like, oh, okay, we're happening. And Meryl McCoy's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I, man, I don't know either. Like, I'm just watching this. <laughs> They're, it's just and, being resolved without any conflict. It's yeah. not even like, oh, your song's really good. Let's do your song. It's like, 
Oh, you oh. saved a life? I guess you Gosh. get to perform now. <laughs> no sense. None. Ugh, so bizarre. Maybe it's a good thing that Archie stops playing music because genuinely, sorry, Archie, he's like not that good at it. Yeah. Wait, 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 what, 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 what did I say? The, the, the country boy to... Uh... To U.S. Marine pipeline, yes. is, is really... yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really. It's like he goes from like football player, musician, vigilante, boxer, uh, boxer, like, prison, yeah. prison boxer, yeah. prison yeah. boxer, to I guess army. I don't know. I haven't gone that far yet. That, like, mm-hmm. Where I ended, him was the whole boxing situation. Yeah. All within like. The- and I mean, apart from the army thing, like that is within a very short period of time. Yeah. Like that's just like a few years of high school. But he does so many different things, including going to fucking juvie. The like yeah. he gets attacked so by a bear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the bear. In Canada. In so Canada. Dense. Oh, I'm so excited to get into it. Mm-hmm. Next season's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Wild. Um Last Archie moment that I want to mention before we move on to uh, another of the core four is like mm-hmm. when he when he's washing when he's getting his cast wet in the sink, um, <laughs> he looks up and there's just like I I I don't know if it's in slow motion or what but there's like there's like a twinkle in his eyes and it represents because yeah, he just had sex oh totally <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's got a little smile he's like, <laughs> I didn't even put those two things together. <laughs> Yeah, he's washing. He's washing his hands. You think he washed his hands? Like you think he's gone to the washroom since hooking up with Veronica? (laughs) He's showing up and he's like, "Okay, now I should wash my hands." Um, Archie's he's getting his cast wet. He's he he just fucked. He's getting his cast wet, and Mm -hmm. uh, and he looks in the mirror and there's that twinkle in his eyes, probably from sex, but also representing like the the innocence and the and the purity and the hope of Riverdale, Mm -hmm. and uh, and that light dies. When Fred gets shot, so yeah. that was that was a moment that uh, that broke my heart. I don't know about you guys. I felt I, I felt similarly. I think it broke Fred's heart a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> just a little. Like yeah. like physically. I'm yes. sure more like. Uh, yeah, I I thought that was a really cool shot though itself, like mm-hmm. the way it was framed with like his like him looking up and then looking into the mirror and being like, wow, like. We solved this mystery. I just got boinked for. I don't know. He had sex with Miss Grundy, right? I'm assuming we can make that assumption. Yeah, yeah. yeah he he's like, yeah. I just like I'd boinked. Say that's, that's yeah, he's like, that's I boinked my first actual age-appropriate girlfriend. Life is good, man. And then his dad gets shot, and it's just oh, yeah. like, and then again, the voiceover being yeah. like, this happening is like the very like the th- the event that happened that like, took away Riverdale's innocence from here on out mm-hmm. right and then there's That's also point. the point that like betty's speech is what like inspired the yes. black hood right yeah. like that's a big thing too where like we find out that like this speech that was supposed to be so you know life-changing and so like important for the people of riverdale mm-hmm. was really something that caused this massive horrific mm-hmm. like and person to fuck shit up. You know? Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, and we we and we get that shot of Hal when he's like listening to the speech, and it doesn't seem like mm-hmm. much is going on in that shot, but with context, it's like it. it's a crazy yeah. moment. But I, I, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that if like it really was like 
if that were intended, I feel like they probably would have had him kill someone who's like not Fred. Like we already talked about this, but like someone who isn't Fred. Like maybe someone who is like related to the the fucking um like the drug trade. Cause like yeah. this is like the Blossom stuff just got like wrapped up. So mm-hmm. where is the like I don't know in terms of sinners and stuff like that? Where like where is that sin coming from? Why is Fred Andrews the focus for cheating for the first? This is a serial killer's first kill. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. pick someone who didn't cheat. Well, he technically, cheat. technically, he did cheat on Mary because they weren't like fully divorced Bro, by then. That, I think. That's, I, I, but they're separated. Yeah. They're separated. Yeah. yeah. But again, he I, lives in Chicago. Yeah. Also, yeah. yeah. But keep, but keep in one mind, of the most, like, like emotionally mature people I've ever seen pictured in yeah, television. Absolutely. And uh-huh. I think it was just them being like. We don't know what's gonna happen. We know it's Fred's a big probably boy. He can gonna be himself. higher. So I think their intention as at the end, because like Hermione's like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" And Fred's like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" I think like that's what they, I maybe that's what they were hoping for is them being like, "Oh my god, this is Hiram's first big move since he's out of prison." Mm-hmm. But th- obviously that's not what happened because it's hell. But I think like maybe it was just like maybe yeah. he went for Pop originally, and he was like had his reasoning for killing Pop, and then he saw um archie and fred and he was just i'm just gonna do this instead who knows some serial mm-hmm. killers just don't think things through they don't really have an agenda maybe the first yeah. kid is just like trying to justify it to himself and then he uses mm-hmm. that justification to himself to be his further actions mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not trying to make excuses for yeah. the riverdale writers yeah we've just been like fuck it <laughs> yeah it just worked that's out probably what happened well if you if, who do you think how should have killed first then you know he kills Midge because of like the yeah. whole was yeah he's, at that he's, point. he's he's picking bad targets man. A, a high school kid okay look if there's a drug issue in your city you're gonna kill a high schooler who used drugs instead of the guy who's peddling them to high schoolers so how's a murderer but he's also an idiot oh my he god doesn't know how to like season, effectively season convey like, like all right, I okay, yeah. Season season two season two is another. It's animal. all it's all coming back to me I right now. <laughs> it's, it's too like early, man. It's too early. Yeah. Leave, is, leave it questions. at bay. Leave it at bay for um, this week. I'm looking forward to rewatching. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of um, mirror shots, we talked about Archie looking in the mirror. There was another really interesting mm-hmm. mirror shot where uh, Betty was confronting Alice about her keeping all of these secrets from her and from the town. Um, And as Betty is like giving her this talking to the camera kind of moves and we see this mirror behind Betty where Alice's face is behind Betty's face and in front of it. So it's like, you kind of see how Alice is forced to reckon with herself and these decisions that she made uh, throughout her life in these secrets that she's keeping as well as like, look talking to her daughter and i thought that was a really cool way to kind of tell that story and show the audience what she's feeling in that moment so yeah another good choice Mm -hmm. another good choice this episode yeah some of the cinematography in riverdale is either like absolutely amazing or it's the worst shit ever it just makes no sense yeah and i feel like this episode had a couple a couple good ones uh, should um, we talk a bit more about the Coopers? Maybe? Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Um, any other like thoughts on the Coopers? Things going on there? Well, I mean, like, Hal kind of just randomly moved back in. 
And like Betty is saying at the beginning of the episode that she's like, yeah, my family is just like pretending to be normal again. Like we're just back to normal, even though we practically imploded, like everything got so screwed up. Mm-hmm. But suddenly mm-hmm. like it's, oh, it's all happy family again. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I know how that's going to end, but like, yeah. 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 You figure that out. I, I think part of me also wanted Polly, the, the kids to be born. I thought that would have also been an interesting way to end the season. But I feel that's also a cliche, mm-hmm. like, ending the season with, like, childbirth. And, yeah, the whole acting things are normal again, um, I think is also kind of a setup for season two, maybe, and being like, oh, like, this wasn't normal before. Yeah. It's going to be normal again, because it clearly wasn't before. And there's the whole thing with, like, setting up Chip. Because Chip comes in next season, right? It's not season three I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, Chip yeah, is in season, season two. two. Oh, is it Chick? Not Chip. Yeah, Chick. 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 Oh, I thought it was Chip. My bad. I've been saying Chip this whole time. Chick. He comes in, and again, like, family is going to, that's another way they're setting up this whole family dynamic, is that when you have, like, a random person coming into your house seeing that they're they're your long-lost son, and he actually is, like, a sociopath, and then there's Hal as well, that, like, Mm -hmm. that whole thing. And, like, the Coopers are really, like, the highlight for the next couple seasons with the farm as well. Mm-hmm. pretty crazy oh my god absolutely I did think uh, it was nice uh, seeing Betty double down on uh, on Jughead as her boyfriend at the end and like you guys were saying like the solidifying of those of the two iconic Riverdale couples uh, coming in strong in this episode with the with the believer uh, dual sex scenes crazy uh, we love to see it um let's try to go through like some of the other main characters pretty quickly because we are we have been talking for a while and there's so much to cover yes. in this episode so i feel like yeah, like yeah. i feel like we've, we've like we talked about so much stuff we've covered so many topics but we haven't actually like gotten to many of the exactly so let's 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 do some Holy cheryl moly. yeah the, the yeah. cheryl plot has like a different energy uh-huh. in this episode. Like, yeah. like let's 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 shift gears why we not? get moment number one with Cheryl, I think, is where she's, um, like, giving out things, like, just to yeah. people. Like she's... The first thing is with Veronica. The first uh-huh. thing is Veronica. She gives over her... Charity. Oh, yeah, your, your, your HBIC oh, shirt. Nice. Your head bitch in charge. Is that the head bitch in charge? Yeah. And then it's Jughead with the brooch. The brooch, yeah. And then... It's like her wanting to stay home. I think it's not really yeah. necessarily giving away, but then and then the text and mm-hmm. then the attempted suicide. Yeah. Um, something else. Like then another complaint of mine. I'm not usually this complainy on this podcast. I usually have a lot nicer things to say. Uh-huh. But because it's the season finale, I'm gonna go pretty fucking ham. <laughs> something ham. I don't understand <laughs> is that a couple episodes ago. Veronica made a whole thing about helping Ethel because Ethel had a really sad poem. Did she not, like, put two and two together? Like, Veronica, uh, Cheryl coming up, about to, like, express herself and her loneliness and her grieving, not just, like, her brother dying, but dying at the hands of her father and their whole thing, her whole, like, livelihood falling apart. Like, did Veronica not think this was going to affect Cheryl at all? Did you really wait until the moment she's like, I'm going to die now to be like, wait a second. 
something's not right here, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up I, with that? I, I guess she, she probably should have, like, at least, at least maybe had, like, a look of glove, like, concern after, like, the first encounter. But, like, mm-hmm. the second one with, like, Jughead and the brooch, because, like, everyone was also there. Mm-hmm. Like, that was immediately interrupted by the, the, the pig's blood. Yeah. Yeah. On, on Daddy's so that, log. That was, like, so that was, like, like a, a, a like, an event interrupted that. Like, yeah. the first, for the first encounter, I, I entirely agree with you. Like, Veronica yeah. should have been, like, why yeah. are you, this is out of character. Why are you, why are you giving me this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, 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 the second time. The second time, yeah, it was definitely like the interruptedness. But I wish they like included some kind of conversation. She's like, oh, like yeah. Cheryl looked like she was about to say something. I should go check on her. Maybe they're like, there's no time. We have to go help somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just, especially because Cheryl confides in Veronica so much this season. Yeah. Like, Veronica mm-hmm. is almost like a better friend to her than the people she considers. Yeah, than her, her minions. Her skanks. Yeah. It's her minions. Um, so it was really disappointing to just see Veronica just get this text and then all of a sudden care. Because I feel like that, based on the relationship that has been being built up this season, was very out of character. Mm-hmm. And like, I, just did not make yeah, any sense. I, I, I totally agree, but I, I think it was, I think it's another one of the situations where like, they're just kind of doing it for the sake of the plot. Like, yeah, yeah they sure. want to hammer home the fact that like, she's not really being heard and that's what's like driving her to do this thing. So like, mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not making an excuse for bad writing. Like it's, yeah. it's out of character, but like yeah, that, that was probably the intention. Like, they're running around to figure that out. But they have, yeah. They they have three scenes to solidify that her very close friend did not notice, her extended friends did not notice, and her family doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. So yeah. what is she gonna do at that point? Mm-hmm. Like what is what is Penelope says to her she's crying in the in the barn with the maple syrup and the drugs and uh and Penelope basically Penelope's there and Penelope God. walks by her and she goes Hmm? Penelope goes. Uh, what? Why? What? <laughs> I, I just I missed I missed what I missed what oh, you had no, said. Dude. Penelope goes. Oh no! I was. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, she's <laughs> like. Pretty much what you said, Ryan. Why? It's pretty much what you were. Oh, what, why are you crying? You hated him. Oh no 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 no, no, no different. Yeah. Story. I was just saying. I mean, Say like the line, Penelope basically me. just tells Cheryl it's better to kill yourself than. Like, yeah. Be, yeah. Than deal with yeah, this. Yeah. 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 She does. Then like being like, oh what's the crazy the void or like the like purgatory or something like between that. Yeah. But it's also interesting oh, yeah. about limbo. The, the limbo. Was yeah, limb- like oh yeah. Limbo. Mm-hmm. Which is also interesting because Penelope killed Clifford. Yeah, we find out. She's going on this huge rant about like that. Maybe that's why she doesn't really give a fuck. Yeah. She like she did it. She'd probably rather know. Cheryl kill Man. herself, Penelope. Yeah, oh, probably, dude. After Demon after child. Cheryl was like, "Could I like stay home today? I'm feeling like not great." Like oh, her mom was just like, "No," put her foot down. And then after like Cheryl like walked off and like cried, Penelope just like like sneered, like <laughs> smiled out of the, like, what a, a a fucking psychopath. Yeah, like truly, actually, actually a horrible human. But being. it's worth it for the payoff. Like right after Cheryl burns down Thornhill. 
and uh, and Cheryl's like yeah, smiling man. and watching the flames go, and Penelope is like freaking out and like lashing in slow motion, <laughs> and she and she flips Cheryl's hair, and then Cheryl's hair flips in slow motion. I thought that was like a brilliant moment. Where was Nana Rose though? Who knows? Where was she? The same thing. Where is Nana Rose? <laughs> Clearly she's not wherever, in the fire. She's, she's still alive the show and kicking. Need her to be. Uh huh. Yeah. Who she actually was out for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> like she just comes oh, back. She's like, what? Oh fuck! I didn't think you guys would be home. <laughs> yeah, she 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 gets back, so. sits sits in the wheelchair, and she's like, "Oh, what happened?" <laughs> <laughs> like she comes back like in a sweatsuit. I was like, "Oh fuck!" And like takes her out of the wheelchair from like a closet. <laughs> and be like, "What are you guys doing out here?" Juicy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It probably says some like 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 weird like out of pocket like witch like witch. Yeah, dimension thing, gypsy like, blood. Oh, this is like. Oh, Magic. Like the stars like didn't magic. plan for this happening today, or something <laughs> like that. Some, some like dramatic blossom like statement. Like... I mean, she has gypsy blood and dementia. Mm-hmm. That's something so, we'd expect. Yeah, from her. the the dementia hits hard. Yes. Um, um that's about it for the Cheryl. The thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can move over to Veronica, because there was one yes. moment, the first line that we get. Uh, from the Veronica plot, right when we we go into Thornhill, there's this tracking shot, and Smithers comes in, and Smithers says, uh, "Like, like Mrs. Lodge, when should we be expecting Hiram to arrive?" And it's like that's amazing, cause they're just like that's what we're all thinking, right? After the reveal at the end of last episode, and then she's like, "Oh, he'll come in like what a month or a few months." So already they're managing our expectations yeah. that we're not gonna get Hiram in this episode, and uh, and now we get to move on with her boo Archie. And all of that stuff going on, which is so exciting. Yeah. That's like the whole thing with Veronica this episode. Mm-hmm. Especially like the line that you brought up, Izzy, during your summary about being like, I don't want this to like not pass the Bechdel test, but like, are you sure you're oh, okay yeah. with this? Just like the Mom stupidest <laughs> Just like trying so hard to be meta yeah. about yeah. the whole situation, but just like failing the point absolutely because i think again like what max said i think the only time like veronica and betty are like having a conversation is about archie yeah about jughead um and then like cheryl and um her mom that's like pretty much the only scene that would make this episode pass the brechtel test brechtel test isn't like the bechdel test like you have to have a scene with at least two women talking to each other and they're not talking about a man yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. she's like, yeah. we need to make sure we pass the Bechdel test. So let's have a conversation about a man. Exactly. The line makes no <laughs> yeah. sense. It's trying so hard to be meta. It's, it's, it's post-ironic. And fucking relatable. <laughs> exactly. Betty starts talking about, like, Judy Bloom. And like, oh, it's, like, supposed to be like, yeah, we're normal girls. Yeah. Like, we talk about books and boys. And yeah, man, man if, the, if there weren't some, yeah. like, one, if there weren't at least, like, one awkwardly placed, like, literary illusion, it wouldn't be a Riverdale episode. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely Shock crazy. this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think of Hermione this episode? I was telling Ryan before you guys joined again. Um, but like Hermione rubbed me the wrong way this episode. Mm-hmm. No, to- totally yeah. chaotic. She's scared. I, I, I think it's like, like, well, she's totally scared. Like, she's probably scared that Hiram's coming back. But also, like, I, I kind of don't like how they handle her character in a lot of situations because it's like, why are they trying to push this narrative that, like, on some level she's a good person if she's like going to Veronica, like, hey, can you talk to your boyfriend? Tell him <laughs> to talk to his dad yeah. and tell him. <laughs> 
give me his company. Can you do that for me, sweetie? Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's, it doesn't make like it. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. Like I don't. I don't know. And then the, I don't know. They just they try to validate her character as like you know like morally uncorrupted and how like Hiram's yeah. like like worse off. He is worse. But, mm-hmm. Like they mm-hmm. both fucking suck. Like, yeah. They what did they? Suck. I think there was like a Lady Macbeth reference this episode. Yeah. Did Veronica. Yeah, call Veronica her calls her Lady Macbeth. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, yes and no. Like, the whole thing with, like, Lady Macbeth is that she's, like, this master manipulator and Macbeth is, like, the, the like, coward who just, like, happens to be there and gets all the reward for it. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, the exact opposite. Like, um, mm-hmm. like Hermione's just making sure everything's good for Hiram. Yeah. Maybe this was, like, way too intensely read into Macbeth. So it, was, it is, like, my favorite Shakespeare play. It's a good one. Um, I just really... It's, I just really it's a, remember it's a good favorite. enjoying it. Um, <laughs> I think it was supposed to just be like, ah, you're a bitch. Ah. I think that was kind of the point of that line. Mm-hmm. Um, Spiteful daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, like, her reaction to Cheryl, to me, like, again, with what Max was saying, this whole, like, episode feels very out of character for what they've been saying. And then she's like, what is she doing here? And it's like, you literally let Betty stay with you for, like, or Polly, who you had no idea who it was and has been missing for the last x amount of months like stay with you mm-hmm. um so it, it just felt like very out of place because there hasn't really been like uh there's been like a little kerfuffle between the uh the blossoms and the lodges with the whole like the sodale land mm-hmm. but like nothing really directly between like hermione and cheryl's the reaction just felt like very out of place what i thought was interesting yeah. about that moment was like we see in the episode where uh, her, um, Veronica is like trying to help out Ethel, how mm-hmm. Ethel's mom reacts to Ethel being friends with Veronica after mm-hmm. Hiram like ruined Ethel's dad's life. And yeah. this is a very similar situation where Veronica's friends with Cheryl, whose father sent Hiram to prison. So it's like the yeah. same kind of dynamic happening where now Hermione uh, is on the other side of that mm-hmm. coin from like mm-hmm. being the mother of the of in the family that like ruined one family's life now she's mm-hmm. the mother where this this daughter's family ruined her life yeah i can't remember did veronica tell her that the lodges that the blossoms were responsible for that yeah hermione I told i think hermione told veronica yeah oh mm-hmm. I mean, all in all like that whole thing was just was so insensitive of hermione just bottom line mm-hmm. like cheryl's clearly in distress yeah and veronica's there to comfort her you know this mm-hmm. girl is like like you can see she's she's been through so much just like put aside your spite and your grudge and all of the past shit that's happened between you know the two families and take a look at this like there's she's a young girl who just almost you know attempted suicide mm-hmm. just like coming yeah. to your daughter and your daughter is helping her and you know like it's just, just have some fucking sympathy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How cute. Ah, cute Hermione episode. Yeah, Hermione's oh, also yeah. probably scared that like if Hiram were to find out that they were helping Cheryl, he wouldn't be too happy mm-hmm. because of everything that went down there. So she's just like, she's probably projecting a lot of her fear about that onto Cheryl as well, which like not to justify it, but that's like, yeah. that's an that's element probably. of what's going on. 
sure. Um, let's get on. Yeah. Let's move on to Jughead, and then we'll do our like awards and and finish up because we have been talking for a Absolutely. while. Um, any like right. standout things about Jughead this episode that any of you wanted to bring up? No, I mean we already talked a lot about like like South Side stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what a lot of it is for him. Like, it's just setting up a lot of the like South Side uh, like narratives in season yeah. two, mm-hmm. and like like we're we're pushing sure. him into the South Side. Like that's yeah yeah if this and, is like and, the first time like the south yeah. side's really like been apparent like they've been like mm-hmm. oh like the white worm like that's been like yeah. the south side name we get to see south side high which you know eventually kind of merges with uh is it just like riverdale high the high school that they go to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so like, yeah. they eventually merge and we also see again like the some of the characters that are being set up for next season that are within uh, the serpent circle because FP's in jail and he was the, the head of the serpents. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the moment with Jughead like taking the jacket was really cool. Yeah, I really like that. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that really too. Cool about that was like the when the knocking happened at the door and interrupted the the super cool Imagine Dragons. Uh, <laughs> um, they they cut the music or they like faded it down mm-hmm. and then they just like slow mo. Like Jug has putting on the jacket, the second it hits his shoulders. First thing, first thing. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's just just like the the like the hit at the end was, of the song yeah, or whatever. Like yeah. it just like they brought yeah. they brought it back way, it in. I was incredible. like, all right, all right, editor, all right, editor. It was like, a very impactful moment. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, they knew what they were doing. That was the it moment Jug had became a serpent. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he was... really became serpent. Yeah. The, the thing I'll always give Riverdale, or I almost always give Riverdale credit for, is the sound editing. Yeah. Sound mixing. Right. For sure. It's been pretty, pretty good, especially yeah, like with scenes like this, where they're like editing and they're trying mm-hmm. to make sure it gets like nice and spicy. And then you have this whole like whole new plot introduction that has nothing to do with the spice. And then again, like the jacket, because like, you don't want to just cut the music entirely. You got, you got to bring it back. So it's like that punch that they're hoping for and the, yeah. the dynamic uh of the whole song and the they're, whole scene they're very good at um making every single performance look like a studio look and sound like a studio recording mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like i feel like it just makes it campier like it, it just adds to the camp yeah. every yeah, decision totally. that the editors make just makes shit campier like that's totally yeah, like absolutely. like that's the was, mentality yeah. like even the lighting what we were talking about earlier like the fluorescent lights at like Southside High, and then like at Riverdale, mm-hmm. it's like gold and shit. Like it's act- like yeah. it's just like it looks like, it, yeah, it looks like golden hour all the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it definitely like like you said like use use the word like cheapen. It definitely does that, and it kind of like adds to the campiness of the whole show, especially like, going forward. Where like I feel like season one, they, they took it very seriously, and then because i think they genuinely like imagine dragons absolutely it's 2017 let's put this shit in everyone's gonna bop to it make it make make it feel like a netflix original yeah exactly it'll be on everyone's hookups (laughs) yes exactly like i can but honestly i can 100 see betty and veronica having like a sleepover and be like oh my god like i'm like starting to date this person like what should I put on my like my playlist in case we we start getting spicy? I can totally see that happening, and it just like happened to work out that way. So um, uncomfortable. I wonder whose choice choice it was to add Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I mean they had like Mac DeMarco earlier this season. Uh huh. Yeah, and Father John Misty. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah father Don, Don misty, misty like so low in the mix that, like <laughs> on, only like only indie motherfuckers could hear it yeah. it's like wait is that father john misty that's that's literally what we said we we're just watching the episode it's like hold on a second run that back <laughs> absolutely uh-huh. and then they were like okay fearful? now that we have them hooked time for the shitty stuff exactly like, bring it in yeah yeah it's cheaper to do this than it is to do Father yeah because they they needed to bring in the type of people who would understand and laugh at the fact that they're putting believer by imagined dragons to this <laughs> to the sex scene yeah, um, absolutely yeah. yeah this is just gonna like like totally warp the uh like high school understanding of what sex is going to be like for like, so many like like oh like 13 year olds watching this shit just like whoa like high school's gonna be crazy <laughs> imagine dragons and sex <laughs> everywhere like, counter, you know it's gonna mm-hmm. be crazy um do we have anything else to say about this episode mm-hmm. um I don't really can i bring up else. two more things before we finish for sure you always do um one of them was Okay, so we get a lot of scenes in the cafeteria, in the high school cafeteria this episode. Mm-hmm. Where did the high school cafeteria come from? There's never been a scene. In, like, any time they're, they're usually eating, they're outside. They're only outside, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, like the bench. Another thing about oh, that... Weird. And that, so there's the, there's the scene in the cafeteria where Cheryl gives Jughead the brooch, but there's also mm-hmm. um, the one where they're just, like, talking about all the different plot points that are going on. And during that scene, instead of doing just regular, like, over-the-shoulder, like, re- shot-reverse-shot, like they'll do in conversations, the camera is, like, panning around them, doing yeah. circles, cutting, like, in between, back and forth. Like, where did that come from, stylistically? That hasn't been in every any other episode. Yeah, I don't I think it's in any other episode after this. So it's just yeah. a really weird like, choice. Let me, just, let me just try. Let me just try one thing. <laughs> okay. Just... <laughs> like, the director was very adamant, and they're like, this doesn't really make sense with anything. And she's like, trust me. They're going to look at it. It's going to be on their screens. They're going to love it. They're going to go crazy for it. And everyone's like, this is weird. And then they just never did it again. Mm-hmm. For sure. It was just, it was definitely a weird choice. I remember being like, this is just like a lot happening for a yeah. scene that like does not need it. Yeah, whatsoever. totally. Um, that, and I think that um, leading up to Jughead getting the serpent jacket, one of the thing is like how well he was getting along with the Southside kids. I loved that for him. I thought that was yeah. nice. Because it's like... It and then they all, the others came in and kind of, like, ruined yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why do you burst in, like, on his... I don't know. On his... Uh, First day of school. Mm-hmm. Lacking, lacking awards right now. But, yeah. You gotta just, like, rain on his parade. Mm-hmm. He's, like, making new friends. Mm-hmm. You know? He's clearly not, like, suffering at Southside High. Just can like, make him yeah. look bad. Like, yeah. He's just gonna yeah. get bullied. Like, yeah, they exactly. see him with Archie. Like, they're just gonna Archie, bully like, him. Rich friends to come in and be like, because now they exactly. probably think he's like a lame Southside kid, because he's got these friends who think that, yeah. who think that they are sketchy when they're just like living their lives at school. Exactly. Also, how how did they get into the school so easily? Mm, good question. But true. All of the security that we saw initially yeah. when Jughead was first like first showed up there mm-hmm. like they just they just you know popped in they were like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna you know can i just go talk to my friend real quick we gotta like, get him out of here yeah for sure but like they had like metal detectors and stuff yeah man they like the, the fact that the fact that they in. the fact that they don't have drugs in their backpacks probably means that they won't be able to get in they're like are you sure you go here <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, yeah. You don't need to see ID. They just need to see the contents of the backpack, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, this, this looks about right. You can come yeah. in. Yeah. They have like a, there's like a diagram in the back that's like, okay, when you're doing these inspections, you want to make sure there's at least one of these like six things in there. And that's how you know if yeah, exactly. it goes to the school. Wait, you don't, have, you, don't, you don't even have a switchblade? Are you serious? Why are you <laughs> bro, how are you defending yeah. yourself here? What you doing? You're going to get eaten alive, bro. Good luck. Yeah, they probably Absolutely. got like a basket of switchblades for kids who forgot theirs at home, like <laughs> like masks oh at the movie theater. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, really, they're really setting them up for success. Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, we're going to see more of Southside yeah. this season. I think season three as well is going to be a really big South. Because that's when Tony... Really comes Tony in. comes in, like, Sweet Pea, Fangs, yeah. the whole squad. Yeah, the whole, the whole squad. Um, and with that, yeah, Joaquin will come back. With that, let's mm-hmm. move on to the awards section of the podcast, the final stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, the final and let's start off of, of season, season one. one. Crazy. Let's start off with best fit. What What are your contenders? What are your thoughts? Who had the best, most stylish fit, the best drip? Of the episode, um, I would say Cheryl had the best drip. I would agree. Cheryl always has the best. Yeah. Drip. Well, she Cheryl, well Cheryl had the like, no the. No, I think I have such hate with the costuming of this show. Like it's awful. <laughs> yeah. Except for Cheryl. Yeah. yeah. For the most. Yeah. Pretty much. I can't say shit for like, you know, even Veronica, who's supposed to be like rich and well dressed. Like I hate all of her outfits. Yeah. They're just like. Why? Yeah, the same with Betty. Cringe. It's so boring. Archie, who cares? Yeah. And Jughead, just like a grungy, mm-hmm. yeah. like that's mm-hmm. that, that I wear. Yeah, I mean, like, how can you say yeah. it's anyone besides Cheryl? Veronica wore this dress that I absolutely hated. That was like a black dress. It's like the same same like style that like the the straps that are like thick and they connect to like the collar. But they had like these teeny bows that like were on the waist and this random like white cutout at the bottom. Like they do like a pan from bottom to top and the bottom like, oh, that looks cool. And they just kept going up and I was like, this looks terrible. Why would you ever want to wear that? It's like the same thing when you see um like people wear really designer um, like bags or shoes or anything and it just looks really gross but and they're like oh i spent thirty thousand dollars on this it's like, wow. yeah it's it's wow. automatically cloud or something mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so um, which cheryl fit yeah, it's like buying are a Louis Vuitton baseball cap yeah. okay i remember i think right like near the beginning of the episode she's got this like black sheer lacy number going mm-hmm. on it's like long sleeves mm-hmm. i think so I, for me, I, I'll choose that one. Okay. I was. Gonna I, I say, would. I would. Oh, sorry. No. I was gonna say with the scene where she is gonna burn down the house. Mm-hmm. It's like the the the, the, the final stage of like the white outfit because she has like the white fit with Jason that she like, brings back for the memorial. We see another version of the white fit when she goes to uh, Sweetwater River. Uh, yeah, that's that's that. what I was gonna bring up. Honestly, like like. Well, initially I was like, oh, Cheryl has drip because she got like pulled out of the water. But like, Literally. like, but she, she made a conscious decision. She's like, you know what? If I'm going to kill myself, I'm going to go out in style. So I'm going to wear sure. this like nice, like, like white, like, you know, mm-hmm. like gown. Like, yeah, she showed up. I like the, I like the Cheryl fit when she was going to burn down Thornhill. I, yeah. I, I, I definitely agree. But like, as like a, 
like that's a decision oh you know? like, for she, sure she like every fit she has is a decision mm-hmm. like, absolutely she, she clearly doesn't go anywhere without thinking about yeah, it yeah because jason was okay. wearing all white too and she wanted to like she was saying mm-hmm. i'm gonna go be with jason so she's like like literally going to, to sweetwater river image. but yeah. yeah the the white that connection as well yeah, is very if, important if i'm gonna die it's gonna be thematically concise yeah <laughs> yeah if there's what there's some consistency in riverdale you know at least in one season um, mm-hmm. I don't really remember the fit you were yeah. talking about, Izzy, if I'm being completely honest. Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's stuck in my brain because I really want a pair of, like, black lacy fingerless gloves. Ooh. And I saw that she had, like, a full kind of, like, yeah, black lace outfit going on. I was like, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. But I completely agree, like, the white fit when she's burning down the house like there's nothing more badass than that yeah oh yeah truly yeah it's like she's totally like oh notable. i thought i was gonna die my no. personal taste i'm like you gotta go with the black mm-hmm. no absolutely fair yeah enough. either anyway like best fit is going to cheryl so i feel yeah. like i feel like kind of all three of these outfits are like so good mm-hmm. so iconic like, even the contrast of that black outfit at the beginning uh, yeah. with the two white outfits later on it's like yeah. she just consistently had the best drip this episode front yeah. to back so mm-hmm. it's a it's Even a trifecta like, for sure getting rid of some of it too yeah 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 here take my head in charge shirt here take my iconic spider brooch yeah you know we talked about oh, the spider brooch I last episode hmm? I think. sorry i think we talked about the spider brooch last episode because she mm-hmm. goes down the stairs like our best fit for last episode was when she's going down the stairs to go confront Clifford. She has the spider. She has the brooch on. Yeah. Yeah. And also with the just imagery wise, white often means like rebirth. Mm -hmm. Like being like Gandalf the white from like Lord of the Rings. I haven't seen a lot of Lord of the Rings, but that's one one of the few (laughs) things I know. So going from like black, which is like her entire like lineage is almost dying. Like she's planning to, to kill herself. She's wearing black in the scene with her mom, like, talking about Clifford. She's wearing black at school. Mm-hmm. And then the white is, like, the revival. It's the sequel, almost. Yeah. Spin-off. So She's also not wearing lipstick at school. Yeah. Like, when she gives Jughead the brooch, mm-hmm. she doesn't have any lipstick on. That, like, that's well, how you know it's rough. Something. That's how you yeah, should have so figured that's, it out like, right then. Yeah, yeah, that's how a character would be like, mm-hmm. are you good? I didn't notice that, and I'm just, like, feeling the weight of her not wearing lipstick right now. Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah, it's hardcore. It's a choice because it doesn't mm-hmm. happen often. No, if ever. No. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Cheryl. Best Cheryl, fit. best she fit. It. Let's move on to um, steamiest moment, which I uh, mean, there's an obvious <laughs> answer. No, no. Imagine no dragon, yeah. baby. Yeah. No, com- no, no comment. Okay, at but all. who takes the cake? Is it is it Betty and Jughead or is it Archie and Veronica? I mean, I, I Betty, have Betty one and Jughead. Well, Betty and Jughead get like three seconds in before they get interrupted. Uh-huh. Yeah, but he like pushes her against the wall, which is a pretty spicy. Exactly. I, okay. I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you brought that up? <laughs> oh, something I thought was weird that I just remembered mm-hmm. is that Archie's wearing Converse. Oh, and he and just, yeah, 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 yeah. He's just like, <laughs> 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 no. I noticed that tops too. too. <laughs> They're like high tops. Whenever he, I'm like, he just slipped off the high top. But how? How? how did he I know. Do that? He must have superpowers or something. <laughs> that's, that's, that's intelligent costume design. I think, I think they, they that, specially made them. That's my theory. I think uh-huh. like Vans, which is also an Archie shoe, I think. Understandable. Mm-hmm. But like every time I'm wearing my Converse, I'm like, okay, you gotta give me two minutes to like, lace this all up. <laughs> yeah, it's a process. Do another two minutes to take them off. 
and it's like you, you, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm legit always the last person out the door, and I wear Vans too. I just like, I, <laughs> no, I just tie bitch. my shoes, man. The reason you're the last person out the door <laughs> is because you wear those goddamn combat boots. <laughs> 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 Who bothers to put on? Well, that's just in the or winter. Like, the, those Max, are, those wear, are my, like, hurry up. No, <laughs> the reason you're the last to come out the door is because you take though. five minutes to make a queue of songs before you can start <laughs> changing. <laughs> This is this is the kind of worms I shouldn't have opened. This is a bad idea. Wait, I can see. I can see. <laughs> <laughs> I I I uh, I'm absolutely. Uh, you're right. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. Um, in terms of which is steamier, I think Betty and Jughead. Really. Is steamier than Betty than uh, than uh, Veronica and that's, Archie. That, that that's a hot take. I thought uh, Archie and Veronica were steamier personally, but why? Because they went further. Just vibes. Just I feel like Veronica and Archie had really vanilla sex. You know? That's yeah, that's what I was thinking mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Like Betty and Jenny have got the kind of like push pull a little bit yeah. of the like they, but they're know? both dark. They have their dark sides. You I, know? I think, oh, yeah. I think they're fifteen. I think they're fifteen and they should just watch a movie together. <laughs> yeah. that's spicy this is why you're last out the door <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah anyway that's the steamiest moment um, yeah. one of the two one of the two and the oh yeah favorite Cheryl moment is the is the third of those and mm-hmm. I mean there are a lot in this episode my, my, my favorite personally was when she's watching Thornhill burn down and Penelope is freaking out behind her because, like, not many Entirely. times in the show do we see Cheryl have that position of power over another Blossom family member. So that was really satisfying mm-hmm. for me. And the hair flip was just marvelous. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. like, completely like, agree. Shit's yeah. already burned down. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I also love just like the scene right before you know where like Penelope comes in and she's just standing in front of the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like that is so badass. Yeah. And like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole just, that, just that whole part, I, you know, Cheryl just burning down their fucking family home mansion. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like that was the moment that like she knew she really fucked up with Cheryl. She was like, <laughs> well, I I think there were probably some like decisions I could have like if I let like, there's there some decisions I made this whole thing. Yeah, know? maybe if I kept her home and was worse to her more often, she wouldn't burn the house down. Uh huh. But He's clearly like, not going through any yeah. trauma. Like, mm-hmm. well, I think like just keep I, being horrible. I would say, like, to wrap it up, because I also agree with you, Ryan, that uh, the pro- the the just like her whole arc, but especially the ending where she like is like, you know what, fuck this, I'm gonna burn this shit to the ground. Mm-hmm. We need to like, we need to start over. And then like, she's like looking at it and flames. And she's like, I did that. No one's gonna fuck with me now. Yeah, and, like that whole thing was it was definitely like the combination of those two scenes is like my favorite Cheryl moment. Yeah. Those are all one moment, you know? Yeah. It's not like they happen two separate times. It's just one linear thing that was broken up by another scene. Totally. It's also like kind of her redemption in a way too. Mm -hmm. After like having such a, an awful like episode, not even just episode, but just, you know, since, since Jason died, like she's been, she's been going through so much shit. And like, this is just, Kind of yeah, like a requiem for mm-hmm. her. I don't know if that's the right word. Requiem. Yeah, requiem. But, yeah. 
Season one is really Cheryl's season. Yeah. And I felt like her burning down the house is like, that's her moment to cap off a season that was entirely like, that she was maybe not the center of, but really had the most to do with her. And she like yeah. goes through the most of, of any of these characters. It's like in terms of Absolutely. what she's experienced, like what Cheryl it's the final lives. Page it's the final page. Yeah. What Cheryl lives in season one and the trauma that comes with that is like what the rest of the core four are going to come to experience like later on, either with their with their father's passing away or uh, in terms of like other trauma that they're going to face. But Cheryl really went through it all like in this one year, which is yeah. crazy. crazy. Um, Betty, it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Season two, baby. Let's and go. It's longer, too. Cheryl yeah. only had 13 episodes, but he's going to have 22. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Pretty crazy. Pretty wild. Uh, let's go on to the cringe factor. What uh, cringe out of 10, what would what would you say? I didn't think it was that cringy, to be honest. Yeah. Like, but there were when I think of moments. Riverdale and cringe, I think of, like, Jughead. Mm-hmm. And, like, being like, I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in, and I don't want to fit in. But there wasn't, like, too much of that this episode. So I'm going to give it a five. Five-ish. Nice. Solid. I, I, I would agree, except the fucking ima- the Imagine Dragon sex scene pushes it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 like at least, that's like a seven or eight. Wow. I, I would say seven. I'd say seven. So eight feels extreme. So I would say seven. You just do 7.5. Not really cringy. You don't think that's just like a little bit fun? I mean, that's like the whole show. It's like watching it. It's like, oh, is it cringe or is it just a little bit fun? <laughs> everything we're like, every, if everything like just felt like aggressively cringe, like if I had like no filter for it, I wouldn't be able to like watch the show. Cause like you have to watch it, understand that the cringe is just going to happen. That's like the yeah. two layers of irony. Right? Mm-hmm. You gotta, like, that's the cringe. That's how, the, that's how the show works. For sure. It's like, I you're going to pull up to the show. Fantastic choice for yeah, that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if it was anything it, else, it wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's like like why why would you get why would you get into this fish and then be like wow like what what's like well, this is so weird it's like no is this is what happens every week like it's cringe that's, yeah. that's how the game works yeah absolutely yeah um I would also give this a five actually really? I'd give it a six wow because which i think is the highest i've given so far i think this episode is gonna have the highest cringe factor it seems i think so really yeah am i I really pushing judging judging from just your guys's sub five numbers yeah i mean our cringe ratings have been like between one and three mostly for for season one yeah i don't think this is cringe even for the like cringy cringy episodes like i think well i can look back for the I feel like, um, like, the musical episodes are really, like, where the cringe starts to take hold. I guess yeah. there weren't a lot of, there weren't any musical episodes in season yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe seven is a bit aggressive. No, no, I'll stick to my no. guess. But mm-hmm. seven's yeah, good. stick to it. Yeah. I said 1.3, personally, because I, I didn't find much cringe in this episode. I was, like, I was just invested. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Man, I'm, I'm just here for Never good TV. Cool. Yeah, we're we're always on opposite Not ends. Thing, the soulmates thing was kind of cringy to be honest. Oh, that yeah, was like heavily cringe. But, but, but they do that every week. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 
How yeah. like I, I would I would like to do like the uh, every time they say Endgame, do a shot. Uh, that yeah, would, that would be a good yeah. Riverdale, a good Riverdale Archie's song also very cringy. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, uh, the the conversation between Betty and Veronica where they're like not to like oh yeah the make like not to like not pass the Bechdel test, but like that it was just yeah, like, so many moments. I was just like I was just watching. I was like, Are you I don't kidding know. me. Yeah, that, that bit okay. Like, internally. Objectively, yeah. there's a lot of the cringe. I was just like, I was just loving it though. It's so, your personal. Yeah, you it's my personal thrall. cringe. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. excited. That's why I'm, you know, giving the Imagine Dragons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I found if I thought that was Y'all funny too good instead to them. of cringe. Like, I was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, of course. Like I feel like that was purposeful instead of like I feel like part of cringe is like secondhand embarrassment for me. Mm-hmm. Like when like I feel like right. the office is really cringy because a lot of it is secondhand embarrassment but like that i was like this is obviously a choice there's no embarrassment yeah, behind yeah, this so yeah. it's not cringy yeah um anyway this episode gets a 19.3 wow out of 40 which i think is the highest we've had yeah, so far i think so that's still no a doubt. failing grade oh my lord i mean i guess well it's, I it's more of a spectrum i guess yeah yeah less of a less of a a grading scale yeah we don't really do grades here Mm -hmm. at least not right now maybe next episode we'll we'll do that um what are worst moments what are you talking about you just graded us earlier moment out of five (laughs) i told like makai that this is like a five think of yourself like a hotel like i'm rating you like a five star system you know like three and a half stars four and a half stars all that very mediocre very what mediocre (laughs) Yeah, are a mediocre yeah, we're like, hotel. We're, we're like Holiday Inn. But that's okay. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I mean, Holiday Inn. Like, no complaints. I'm here. But, like, yeah. regardless oh, of gosh. the score, your summary was really special. Like, we yeah. haven't really had a summary that was done the way that you guys did yours. And Absolutely. it was still really cool. And it'll be a stark contrast yeah. to the other summaries, which our listeners exactly. will appreciate as well. That's the yeah, thing. I, I like that it was kind well of like done, a easy. conversation. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of banter. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. every summary is a little bit less like i'm sorry i, I know we're on a podcast but i'm too, like, <laughs> just it's okay Wait, one thing yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and that's the great thing is that everyone does it so differently like um we've had people go like scene by scene by scene we've had people do it by character we've had three sentences that's mm-hmm. the great thing about summaries is that kind of just speaks to how your brain processes things yeah and the way that we can the way that things are you know no yeah. bad things whatsoever and like the ratings don't matter they don't really don't um yeah so anyway worst moment yeah what was the worst moment of any pitches hmm. for wor- worst moment in terms of like what like story or anything um like, worst moment it could be the worst line it can be the worst like yeah uh, interaction i would I mean, nominate hermione asking veronica to yeah use archie to sure. get fred to sell yeah like i i i audibly was like i was like audibly frustrated <laughs> <laughs> yeah because there was a, a similar thing earlier this season but it wasn't that bad mm-hmm. yeah not nearly as we, bad yeah yeah, and Veronica's oh. reaction is so funny. She's like, you want me to sexually manipulate Archie to get his father to sell the business? And then Hermione's uh, like, like, yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> like, no, like, I'm not going to do that. I was kidding. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, I'm totally down. It's like, really? 
That was pretty funny. I, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. It was really, I think that was the worst moment, though, in terms of, like, story-wise. Yeah. I, I don't think there was anything, like, really, really bad this episode in terms of, um, just, like, moments. I mean, Fred got no, there's, shot. There's, there's so yeah, much, that was a bad moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, but, but that there's, there's so much, like, there's so much, like, setup slash closing that, like, there really isn't a lot of room for, like, the like normal development of the show yeah I feel like mm-hmm. that i mean you're not gonna have a lot of like bad yeah. moments in that case yeah mm-hmm. it's true it's all kind of necessary yeah. yeah i also think that um the whole archie and veronica like going up to betty and being like are you sure you're okay with this like i know we are gonna be a thing and i thought that was also really yeah, that's, bad. That's just bad in terms of writing like, like we don't need it like you could have just had like a nod at the beginning where they just kind of look at each other it's like yeah we get it yeah. It's like, like, yeah, it's understood. We're conversations good. about it too. Actually, three, three if yeah. you count like Archie and Veronica discussing it first, and then them all discussing it, and well, then, well, yeah, four if you count Archie and Archie. Veronica talking, because then there's the whole group yeah. discussion: Archie, Betty, and then Veronica, Betty. Yeah. Oh, Archie, Betty uh-huh. too. That's what I was forgetting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Ar- Arch- yeah. Archie, so Betty, Ronnie, Betty, and Archie, Ronnie, and then yeah, yeah and then group. Yeah. Group. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy, too many mentions yeah. for a plot that doesn't actually mean anything at exactly. this point. I'm gonna bring up the soulmates thing again too because I was just like, Ooh, like yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes. So we got we got two nominations. What are we thinking? Uh, I'm, I'm I, I still I will back the Hermione. Yeah, thing. that's out of yeah. pocket. Yeah, yeah, that's way out of pocket. Unnecessary. I agree with that. Um, best moment. I don't think we need to discuss much personally. I have a feeling we're think- all thinking of yeah, the same yeah. thing. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Stay on the count of three. One, two, <laughs> two three. three. Cheryl burning Cheryl. down. Yeah, Cheryl burning down. Max, sorry, what yeah. did you say, Max? I don't know what you're talking about. I definitely am not being right, recorded right, on like four different scene. mediums right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Best I mean, moment? Fermi does want to say. Fermi does yeah, want to d- see d- sex d- scene. The yeah, sex scene was, was I, like the uh, not, the best, the, it's the like house, the best man. moment. Like, but yeah, the, that's like the funny best moment. But the like best Cheryl with the, moment. Like dropping, fo- like burning yeah. the fucking. Yeah, that's, it was just yeah, awesome. For sure. Yeah, yeah that's just epic. Yeah. Um, and finally, the overall ratings. I gave this episode an eight point six. Out of ten. Word. Um, I, I would agree think... with that. You agree with that? Are you going to also agree? You would also like, 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 like roughly. What, what's your, what's your estimation? Well, it's this is like this is your, this is your, this is your score. Your thing, because I, oh, I, no, I thought, I'm, I thought, I'm I thought you were about to say. I don't, I, I thought you were about to say. I was about to. Say, I was. Oh, yeah, Sonia, say, oh, no. say, <laughs> someone <laughs> say that. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I was gonna give this like a six. Like I, I just was like, this is. Like it was fine. Like I, I just think there was like so Big many bad happened. moments. I just remember like the, the last episode. I walked away from it and I was like, "This is a good episode." Mm-hmm. And I really, I felt like it wrapped everything up really nicely. I thought the setup was nice. I thought the writing was good. I just thought there were so many moments where I was just like, "I hate this so much." Mm-hmm. I couldn't give it a good a good rating. Right. That was, okay, that was my vibe. Yeah, then six is fair. Yeah. And again, like you gave last uh, episode a completely different rating than I did, and Layla and I yeah. usually agree. And you're the one yeah, I'm usually on the opposite, on the opposite end from you guys. 
Exactly. So it's just not different at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our and, and our distinguished yeah, guest. Kind of I'm kind of on like a similar page. I thought it was like a little bit like robotic in the way it was like set up where it was just here are a bunch of things you need to know and a bunch of things that are happening or have happened to kind of establish future past present storylines mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so I didn't feel like it was like super creative yeah. or like there was room for anything other than that so mm-hmm. I was gonna give it like like a seven fair Okay. Yeah, I would I, I would I would say I would agree with that I'd say seven is all I know I, I know I already used that number but I think like for the big moments like it's good but it's also like very like you know like you know set up and wrap up mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i felt like the best I moments like, were the cheryl yeah. moments right? totally the, mm-hmm. of the episode yeah, like totally. the, the breaking yeah. through the ice and then the burning down of the house i thought those were the best yeah, moments I, of the whole episode but, mm-hmm. but also i think that like i i'm considering like like a 10 to be like killing mr honey so that's like that's yeah. a 10 right in terms of like the riverdale scale so like like anything, anything. I feel like above an eight is like maybe too close, because like on that level of like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I I would say I would say yeah, seven, seven, maybe a little like six, eight, and seven. Okay. Do you want to do seven point five? You could. Sure, man. Sure, yeah, let's do it. Um, this episode gets a twenty nine point one out of forty. Forty. Wow. Uh, just based off of that, which is like pretty expected. Like that's usually the how it goes um and yeah um thank you guys so much for coming on mm-hmm. for the season finale this was awesome us. oh my gosh this i'm so fun i'm honored dude I'm always happy to hear you hopefully we'll have you guys on next season yeah um we're gonna have a bunch of people on some new some old it's gonna be only good vibes a whole, yeah. whole party yeah for, for some reason the, the the idea that i'm coming back just was not in my head but yeah that makes total sense <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah um, yeah thank you both so much listeners out thank there you so um you know do something for yourself go buy yourself an ice cream cone and sit on the bench in the park and watch the sunset um yeah take yourself on a date uh-huh yeah things are open now in ontario you can do inside or outside go to a museum Go to a museum. Go to the museum. Go to the ROM. Go yeah, outside. Nice mm-hmm. Exactly. Or yeah, go outside. Nice Feel meal. some vitamin D, please. Yeah. Drink water. Eat some. Like just, just do do a check in. Yeah. Like, go I, see I think a we all movie. Will need it. Yeah. Go see Space yeah. Jam. Yeah. Two go in see Space theaters. Jam two in theaters. Oh my God. Wait, I, right, are we sponsored? No. Hold on. No, not sponsored. Only. <laughs> no. I wish we were sponsored by Space Jam. That would be are you amazing. Me? I would. I would die if we were sponsored by Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, there's this I, I, small I time Riverdale too. podcast. I would love if we uh, if we could get a spot on there because it, it would really mean a lot of uh, promotion for Space Jam two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. This this is the demographic we need watching movie exactly um okay right, bye thanks so much when the truth is too ugly in river